Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. What's up, Klein, Allie, Los Angeles? Happy Friday, bitches. K-Rock, almost acoustic Christmas. The following band will not be there. It's not about that Monday, Tuesday. No one cares about Wednesday. Thursday. Hit that horse. Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, trash. Thursday, Friday, forget about that. Friday, Saturday, where it's at. It's Sunday, sleeping in. Eating brunch. Hit the mall, go out with friends, do nothing at all. Sleep in, watch movies, read books, anything goes, just take a look. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah! Are you ready for the rear end? Go! Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah! Are you ready for the rear end? Go! Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah! Are you ready for the rear end? Go! Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah! Are you ready for the rear end? Go! Are you ready for the weekend? Hey, I love you guys, and um, I listen to you guys every morning, and I better shut up, because it's it's a drunk message. Bye. Happy birthday, dear Valley. That's a big game, man. 106.7 KROQ-FM in HD Pasadena, Los Angeles, Orange County. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Maybe one of the greatest Fridays of the entire year is finally here. The eve of the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. And also, for some people, couldn't believe it. I heard it yesterday, Ali. Two friends of mine, they said, yep, my last day of work until the end of the year. Stop. Yeah. I said, what kind of... What kind of job do they have? They're in the uh, the, indus- the industry of entertainment, whatever oh, that well, means. Oh, yeah. Are they Holl- hiring? Hollywood shuts down. I said that right away. I was like, really? Because uh, it's a pretty sweet gig. So you, you work until the first week of... We're like, are we still in the first week of December somehow? Feels uh, like we are, right? Second week? Ish, yeah. But... They're shutting down. I go, yeah, they're we, tired from striking. They go, uh, yeah, we're going in tomorrow, about a half day, and then we're going to take off until the first week of January. I said, that sounds... Amazing. Unbelievable. Do you understand how good you have it? They're like, yeah, well, we get it. Yeah, but I mean, also, like, 
you know, for crew members and stuff like like when they're working, they are working like 12, 16 hour days. You know what I mean? Like having three weeks off at the end oh, is pretty great. But man. they they work their asses off during the year. But you think about it, like three weeks off. I couldn't even fathom what that would be like, to be completely honest. What would you even do with your time? I don't know, and the reality is I'm sure I would get bored pretty quickly. But I also think, like, if you can get through that, I think you have this moment of, like, this feels great, and then maybe by week two you're a little bit bored. But if you can just get through that period, I think by week three you probably go, I never want to go back to work ever again. That's the third week is when you start picking up a hobby that you'll quit. Right. Get a lazy groove. Yeah, but that's true. One of those two things can happen. You're absolutely right. Either you decide, all right. I'm going to start focusing on my new hobby of insert candle making or some dumb thing here. Mm-hmm. And then you go, or like Jay, like Jake, you just decide I'm going to sit in my bed for the next six months because, <laughs> boy, this feels nice. Jesus. Get those bed sores Sounds all over terrible. your body. That's you know, what I'm talking about. Actually, my, uh, Katie and I were talking about, you know, vacation and what we, what would you rather do? Would you rather go somewhere and see something new and even stay in a hotel, whatever, even if you're relaxing, or would you rather just have a week at home to just... Have a week at home without working. It's such an interesting... See, I think if you have no kids, the idea would always be go somewhere, get the hell out, go somewhere else. You know, you get to experience life a little bit differently. But then once you once you have to start doing that whole packing additional stuff and car seats and... Trying to find family-friendly things to do. Right. And, like, can't go bar hopping with a baby. I think I think it gets to a you point do. where the, Allie goes bar hopping. She doesn't let her kids yeah. stand in the way of that. Trust me. <laughs> That's her ticket in and out of the bar. She's just learning how to hop, actually. Yeah. Perfect. The reality is, though, I do think you hit one... There is a period you hit where it's just easier and way more relaxing to do nothing and go nowhere. Right. Like, I think just having one week at home without having to go to work every day sounds amazing. If you have a good... See, some people have a a good living situation. Like, they got good TV. They got good snacks. If you have good TV and good snacks, I'm convinced that you're already 90% of the way toward having a good week, whatever. Right, right, right. And it's cheaper. Not that I think about that kind of thing. You're talking about staying at home and actually, you know, staying at home and doing activities just within the house or staying at home and doing things within your city? Both. So I I could have some... So you're not just staying at home because staying at home just sounds terrible. No, no, like staying at home, staying at home and like doing, you know, doing some stuff around the house that I've been wanting to do or being just getting up and not having to really do much and just decide like, oh, maybe I'll watch TV. Maybe I'll do a workout. Maybe I'll watch TV. terrible to me. But then then also like, hey, I'm going to go on a hike somewhere, you know, just feeling like I can leave for the day and go experience... In my scenario, there was no activities being done. Uh, in really? my scenario, it was oh, just, I would still go on like little day trips and it, stuff. It was like uh, when you find those people that have been in a coma for a year and they're still in the exact place they were. That's my <laughs> in, in my scenario. That's what's happening. I'm just right there in the bed. So not you're moving. just completely atrophied when you get back to totally, work. T- that's how you know. You have to use like one of those little walkers. If you ask someone how was your time off for the winter and they are full on atrophied and can't move their muscles, that means they win. It means they had the most relaxing <laughs> oh, winter break by far. On the show today, we have your last, last tickets to K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas with VIP access. Of course, they'll be doing them throughout the day on K-Rock, but we've got one more pair to give you at some point this morning. Greg Fitzsimmons will be stopping by to hang out with us in the studio and much more. It's K-Rock. Good morning. All right. Thank you, killers. On a Friday morning here at K-Rock, eve of the Almost Acoustic Christmas show, which we'll get you into at some point this morning. Uh, also, we'll hear your stories. If you have a neighbor that has an annoying hobby, there's nothing worse than moving into a place 
having a neighbor. They're a decent neighbor. You don't really hear a lot from them. They're kind of quiet. And then all of a sudden, they decide they're going to take up pickleball, but they want to play it in their driveway. I've got neighbors on both sides of me, both doing probably two of the most annoying things you could have neighbors doing. And by the way, neighbor annoyance is very different if you live in a house versus if you live in an apartment. If you live mm-hmm. in an apartment, you also have to worry about the neighbor above you. And even them just walking around a lot can be the most annoying thing they can do. Yeah, and there's a lot of just harsh, harsh judgment for things that you don't even know what's going on upstairs, but the things that you have in your mind are, like, so drastic. But somebody on our street, not my direct neighbor, but two houses down, has picked up what I believe to be the most annoying hobby and hit it. It's penetrating through the streets and on the entire street, everybody's pissed about it. So we'll get to uh, your annoying neighbor hobbies and how, by the way, it's your duty as someone who lives on the street or next to the person to, if they bring up the hobby, convince them why they should not do it. You're never supposed to encourage a neighbor to take up drumming, right? You're never supposed to encourage a neighbor to buy that ping pong table. These are all things that eventually will come back to bite you in the ass. Your job is to say, yeah. I think you should let that guy, like, a few houses down do it. You know, it's great meditation. You could take <laughs> yeah. up that hobby. Silent meditation. That's the hobby for you. But so. DJing's fine, right? If you practice DJing. Yeah, you no. practice DJing. Sure, house, absolutely. So well, also, yeah. even okay. taking up an instrument, Omar, it's like, in yeah, this day and my daughter doesn't age, play the saxophone. <laughs> Yeah, your neighbors hate you. Oh, dude. yeah, I guess that was kind of hard to uh, mask. Because like, I was thinking if, you've got, if you're playing guitar or something, can't you use the amp and oh, do it in your headphones or something yeah. like that? But saxophone, I guess you can't. What's that? What, the saxophone. What, what, what's nope, that's pretty loud. What's that stupid uh, knitting thing that's all popular again that people are doing? Like, crochet? Crochet, yeah, that's a good hobby Oh, yeah, for my neighbors. daughter does that too, yeah, but good. she likes the saxophone better. No, no, no. <laughs> you encourage the crocheting for the sake okay. of the neighbors. You say, all crochet, <laughs> right. no sax. Do you need someone to make that saxophone? disappear, Omar. You just let us know. Okay, yeah, for sure. Someone said, like, the, the happiest day of being a parent is the day that their kids quit soccer, you know? And I think that there's <laughs> something funny about just any time you kind of have to do the, we want to be encouraging and all, but if it's a hobby that's going to be loud and annoying for everyone, us included and the neighbors, <laughs> you can always encourage the other hobbies a little more. My mother was like, You're very... such a good colorer. Let's focus on the coloring right. in the book. I just want to steer them in that direction. My mom was very supportive when I decided to take up tap. And I was tapping in the kitchen for a while, and eventually she she was able to transition me to the garage where no one could hear me. Smart. But even then, I think it was pretty annoying. When you're bad at tap, it is really really hard to listen to. We'll get to that later this morning. Uh, We'll also, of course, uh, get you your final acoustic Christmas tickets with VIP access. As we mentioned, Vanessa and I will be picking the football games where there's only one game that separates us from this point in the season. I can't believe it's that close, but it is. We'll get to the big bet. That's happening later this morning as well. And as we mentioned, uh, our buddy Greg Fitzsimmons returns to the K-Rock Studios, which will be a great thing, too. If you'd like 100 bucks right now to start your weekend, $100, get some of that last-minute holiday gift stuff you need to get taken care of. 100 bucks will not get you everything you need, but it will get you something. Ali's got it for you right now to pick your poison Friday. Five questions about the news. If you'd like to play, call us now. We'll get to that next. Uh, the best part of this job is when we get to give you stuff. We start early in the show. We do it all show long. Right now, it's 100 bucks of Allie's money. She does not like to lose. We love to pay the people. And Allie Knows the News starts now. She's got a wife who she's about to lose. Let's find out if Allie Knows the News. She doesn't think women should be coaching or having political views. Oh, my God. Let's find out if. Allie washes her hands after she poos. Beautiful song. Thank you for that. Thank you. All of that is not true. 
Right, the no. pink eye. She's got the pink eye. Pink eye is something that you can pretty much tell if someone is dirty or not. Look to the eye. Okay. The eye is the beholder. Last week, mm-hmm. she was Diclops at it this was, exact time. It was, excuse <laughs> me. None of the things in that little jingle were true whatsoever. Those were things that I was quoting, and then you decided that I said them, but I didn't say them. There was a sexist coach that said something about them. All right, Allie doesn't claim that she said anything negative about women coaching, but I will go this to was, the tape, and I know here what you're is playing. the proof. Women should not be coaching because they are less physically strong and unable to judge what athletes should be doing. That's what a male coach had said in, in it, and I was quoting what he had said. Whatever, Wasabi. Hey, John. Welcome to K-Rock. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Good morning. Five questions. Stand between you and getting paid right there. As long as you're okay taking money from that sexist uh, buffoon over there, she's going to leave the studio. And if you score better than she does, and uh, we have not, not had one winner this week. No one's even come close. So it would be great to end the week by paying you 100 bucks of Allie's money. Your round of Allie Knows the News starts right now. Allie Knows the News. According to Allie, what group of people should not be coaches <laughs> because they are insignificant according to uh, compared to men? Uh, women. All right, that is correct. Allie did say that. Here's your real questions. Question one. The Lakers were barred from wearing this color jersey in last night's game. Uh, they faced the Pelicans uh, red. The Lakers were not allowed to wear their well-known red jerseys. Is that what you're guessing? Uh, yellow. Okay. Question number two. Seasoning brand McCormick has announced that they will have a flavor of the year for 2024. It's a prediction. What is the flavor of the year for 2024, according to McCormick? Uh, pumpkin. Question number three. Traffic will suck a little more than usual this weekend as a result of this power couple coming to L.A. Uh, Joe Biden. And the power couple would mean Biden and who? Uh, Beyonce. Joe Biden and his wife. Okay. Question number four. Car rental company Sixth has said that they will no longer offer this as an option for car rentals because they just cost too much money to repair. What car brand is this rental company dropping? Uh, Toyota. And finally... Mm-hmm. Uh, this pizza place is coming out with a reverse delivery doormat, so delivery drivers can actually scan the mat to get a free pizza for themselves. Which pizza place is offering the drivers, the delivery drivers, their own free pizza? Uh, Domino's. All right, let's bring Allie back in. We'll score it together. If you're listening along and playing along and you think to yourself, I know these answers, well, every morning around this time, a shot for you to get 100 bucks richer right before your very ears. Allie? Yes. We'll score it together. Question one. Which group of people does Allie think should not be coaches? Oh, my God. Will you move on? Because they are not physically fit. Do you're you going to keep going? No. Question number one for real. The Lakers were barred from wearing this color jersey in last night's game. Oh, the black jerseys. That's the one. The city. Yeah, the NBA is doing this really weird thing. 
this. They like, said like the color contrast yeah, wasn't big yeah, enough or something. This, they're, they're doing these really weird like uh, painted courts for this tournament they're doing. It's like a mid-season tournament. I saw one of them on TV. It was like so blinding. Yeah, it's really strange. <laughs> it's I don't, like, ow. I don't really know if anyone even cares about this thing. But anyway, the Lakers were not allowed to wear the black jerseys because you couldn't apparently see them on TV because of the black court. Yeah, but I think they were pissed because they were like 4-0 and on wearing those of jerseys. Of course, the City Edition jerseys. Very cool jersey. Anyway, he got that wrong. He said red, then yellow. Uh, Allie's up one nothing. Go to question two. Seasoning brand McCormick has announced that uh, they believe this will be the flavor of the year for 2024. Oh, I saw this one. Was it? Uh, it's a prediction. It tamarind? Allie! Is that How right? did you yeah. know that? I don't even know what that is, by the way. What is tamarind? What, what flavor is that? Um, I mean, it's usually in, like, Indian food, Asian dishes. It's, I mean, it, it, it's in a lot of different things. But also, if huh. you just eat, like, it, uh, people take, like, tamarind pills and stuff for, like, health reasons. Isn't that what I put on mango at the food carts? Uh, at the fruit carts? Uh, it's tahin. Oh, that tahin. stuff's the best. I love yeah, that. That, that is sh- good. Yeah. That should be the flavor of the year every year. <laughs> Question number three. Allie is up 2 nothing right now. Traffic will suck a little more than usual this weekend as a result of this power couple coming to L.A. Uh... Oh, um, the Bidens. Congratulations, birds. That is correct. Man, I wish you could stop by and say that live. You should get him by the studio to <laughs> drop his famous line. Uh, Ali, uh, he got that as well. It's two, uh, three, one. Ali in a lead with two questions left. Rental car rental company Sixth is dropping this car maker from their fleet because it says they just cost too much money to repair. They're no longer going to offer you this car to rent. Mm, I mean, it can't be Nissan. Uh, I think that's... Oh, the Honda... It's the uh, um, the PT Cruiser. The PT Cruiser? Mm-hmm. He guessed uh, it was Toyota. Correct answer, Allie. You've mushed them yet again. Tesla. Uh, They're no longer offering the Teslas. Not worth keeping them in their fleet is what they say. And your final question, question number five. Repair what? There's nothing to repair. There's no engine. Well, they say that they don't want to... They don't want to anymore. charge them is what they don't want to do. This pizza place is coming out with a reverse delivery doormat so that delivery drivers can scan the doormat and get their own pizza. God, it's probably Domino's. He said that as well. It is Pizza Hut. What? Usually Domino's does all that kitschy crap. Yeah, but Pizza they were the originals that were like, let's go ahead and figure out a way to like put more cheese in the crust and then let's reverse the crust right. and let's make the box out of cheese. They so do like the to box. reverse things. They do love the reverse things. They're all dyslexic over there at Pizza Hut. Yeah. John, you put in a decent effort. Unfortunately, Allie still outscored you just by a bit. And what must you shamefully admit is she puts her $100 back in her pocket smugly. Allie knows the news. Kind of. Sounds happy about it. And the guy wanted to get paid. Fear not. And here's the bright side. If we want to look silver lining, you're still eligible now to get yourself some tickets. Our last pair we have for you coming up later this morning. Almost acoustic Christmas. You get to go on Saturday with the Just Out of 311. And then again in March with Chili Peppers. It's K-Rock. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show on a Friday morning. You should be in a good mood because it's Friday. We'll make you in a better mood later this morning. As we celebrate the seasons here at K-Rock. Monday morning around this time. I think it's 7 a.m. Monday. We got an announcement about something else that we'll be doing. And we'd love you to join us for that. A nice chance for us to get together one more time before the end of the year. Details with us Monday morning, 7 a.m. And um, it's going to be a good time and an opportunity, as I said, for us to all get together and ring in the holidays slash New Year's together and drink, which is very important. I can see the twinkle in your eye, Klein. Can't wait. <laughs> Never stops. <laughs> so you finally bit the bullet yesterday, huh? Yeah, I did it. 
I did it. Um, I got a Christmas tree. We went to two different places, both that belonged to the same company, but apparently there are two locations that are like two streets down from each other, but they're like competing it's smart. against it's each a, other. It's such a great move that they do because they, they can use that to play against each other. They could say, even though they own both, they, they can it's be like, like, if you want to, oh, well, you can go see what they have over there, but I'm sure it's a better operation here. And then you're back and forth, and they're, they got you in this vicious cycle where they win either way. Right, exactly. And the, and the The one that we originally went to was a bigger version of the other one, and we were like, well, there's going to be a better selection there. And, Omar, you're right. A lot of the trees that were there that were good were, like, reserved and taken already. Yeah. And yeah, then it sucks. And then it's, like, kind of crazy because you're kind of trying to go, okay, this tree is, you know, looks good, but then you got to have the, p- the person come over and do that, like, measuring pole, and I feel like that's a rigged system. They're like, no, nah, yeah, that's like an eight-footer, but there's no numbers on the pole, so how am I supposed to know if they're lying to me or not? You don't know. And then I went... It's the same thing, by the way, like, the, if you think about the pumpkin scam... Some of the places will do it by weight, which is crazy. Others just kind of do that eyeball thing where they're yeah. like, any pumpkin that looks kind of like this is 20 bucks. Any pumpkin that looks kind of like this is 30 bucks. Right. And you're like, I think it looks more like that $20 one, but when you get up to pay, they think it looks a lot more like the $30 right, one. Right, exactly. And Some so operation. They're just like, okay, if it reaches the yellow or the blue you know, indicator on the pole, that means it's a nine-foot tree. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe in this system. But they also had a price um, like a placard when you walked in about, you know, how much that each tree was based on the type it was and how tall it was. And Katie just walks right by that sign. She doesn't even think about it. She's just immediately going for which tree do I want? But I am kind of studying the price list and it's like a Douglas fir is, you know, this much money and this kind of fir is this much money and like the noble furs, those are the really nice ones and those were like twice as much as all the other ones. So I'm like, okay, how do I figure out which ones are the expensive ones and which ones are the cheap ones? Because they're not labeling any of this stuff. Don't and- you like to do that move because you're El Cheapo where you you know in your head which one is the cheapest one, but you don't say that and you just go. Exactly. You, I've you, got my own filter going. And then you go like, I'm going to find which tree I believe is the cheapest one. And then I'm going to go over to that one and be like, oh my God, this is the tree. It's beautiful. And then, totally. they, and then they go, well, oh, you're, oh, you actually happen to pick from our reject bin and you're like oh i didn't even realize oh, it's on clearance That's no idea great. so yeah, you played dumb but you knew all along that was because the reality is not to sound like a tree racist here oh but trees all kind of look the same and by the way once you put all your stuff on them i know you want to go through the process we picked the best one in a lot and everything like that but the reality once you put all your crap all over it once you plug it in once you do all the other things it, it, they look can, different on the lot and then they all look the same they, in the house yeah they all yeah, look that, the same I think that's, and what what else they were kind of upselling was, well, the difference between the trees is kind of dependent on what you want. If you want that Christmas tree smell, oh, that's cost, that'll cost you got to go for the noble fir, which right. is the most expensive one. So I And who doesn't a- want, and by the way, who doesn't want Wait the Christmas minute, tree smell? Wait a minute, don't all of them have a smell? Yes. Like a Christmas smell? They, what are they talking this about? This has more of a Christmas smell, <laughs> that, That's BS! They, right. they, could- they spray it or something. They, they make it uh. smell. But listen to all these upcharges. Allie got hit up with a multiple upcharges yesterday. Right. So then we go over to one, and Katie's like, I really like this one. And I'm like, well, you know, let me just see which kind of is first. <laughs> you know, so we ask the person to come over, and they say, ah, oh, you know, this is technically an eight-footer, but I'd only charge you for seven. I was like, perfect. Let's get that one. Then they go, you know, 
If you really want your tree to last, we have a, a tree solution that you can use. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? It's called and, sucker juice. Yeah. And the- <laughs> you need to buy a gallon of sucker juice. <laughs> you only need it for two weeks. It's called yeah. your own tears. Yeah, yeah. How long do you have to make it last? Because let's be honest, Ellie. I, I just drove by that billboard on Ventura that says how many days until Christmas. I think it's like 16 days until Christmas. Well, she's, you only need it to last two. Jake's right, two weeks. The lady said, "Well, you know, I even though I work at a Christmas tree lot, I've killed our last two trees. I'm just I don't have that green thumb. And if you are a person who feels like you can't keep anything alive, you need some sucker juice. You need some sucker juice. <laughs> what do they charge for this? And she, uh, I believe it was twenty bucks for the bottle. What? And you put in two capfuls every time you put water in the tree. They also said uh, they gave us like a care." a sheet of all this stuff we're supposed to do to take care of it. They charge you for that too? No, no, but it was like you got to put hot water in for at the at the beginning because it's going to make the tree last longer and then if you want it trimmed, like they'll trim off little reject pieces of it for you. I think right. that was an extra 10 or 20 bucks and then if you wanted your own stand for it, that was more expensive. But and what about the what about when they uh, spray paint it white to make it look even prettier? I didn't even look in that section, Klein. Oh, you didn't even go over oh, there. Oh, no, no, no. But Katie also wanted to, she was like going over to where those little baby trees are because there's like another area for people that just want like tiny trees and she was like well maybe we should get wesley a tree oh and no, i was the like second tree <laughs> I was like, we we're not getting a second tree and then she was looking and those those tiny baby trees were like 70 bucks yeah well they know for if, a baby tree right if you're a second tree type of person they know money's no object for you so they'll just go ahead and uh, well make it. They're just making it up at that point. So the tree we got was like 150 bucks or something like that. Damn! Oh, and then wow. they put it on. Did the, they have to load it up for you? And the, yeah, they're loading it up so and they're doing tip. the twine and everything. Guy, yeah. yeah. And so he was like, and he was doing the whole like, yeah, I'm in school, just trying to make a oh, living. Oh no, wow, wow, wow! They're putting it thing. on. Oh, we're trying to do better sales, better income than the other tree farm. You know, they're they're the bad guys. We're the good guys, kind of thing. And so I gave him 20 bucks. You oh, did? that's nice of you. That's Allie, great. that's a good tip for Check you. Oh, it out. is? Yeah. Okay, because he yeah. was like, whoa, thanks. And I was like, okay, why don't I get, lose it with the act, buddy. <laughs> did you say that? <laughs> I said, get out of here. Get rocked. I feel like the El Cheapo I know is, would have been like, hey, you know those reject branch you clipped for me? You can keep those. Those are yours. <laughs> Make a tree out of it. Yeah, yeah, build me another tree. Yeah, you can build. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know that wheelbarrow with all those branches? Glue them so, together so, for wait, me. Wait, so you got in and out of the whole operation, tree loaded up, the like whole thing, 170. Mm-hmm. Tax? They hit you with tax, or did you that do it? That's including the tax. Oh, look at you! I well, didn't fall for the. I think most parts of the, most parts of the country would think that you got royally screwed, but LA pricing, I feel like you got out unscathed. Really? Yeah. Really? Also, I got some sucker juice for you. Coming up later this morning here at K Rock, another pair of tickets for the sold out acoustic Christmas show tomorrow, and we'll get you VIP access so you can hang with us. We're going to start doing this thing around three o'clock. I know it seems early because the show's not really starting until just before six, but we will be out there for a live broadcast. If you'd like to come by and join us, you can find us on the north side of the Kia Forum, also known as the main entrance. We'll be up there uh, doing this show or some variety, some version of this show. Bands will be stopping by. Also, uh, since uh, Solo Stove is helping us put this on, we're going to be giving away a bunch of these Solo Stove fire pits for people, the smokeless fire pit. 
and we're looking for the best sign. Best sign that shows up to the live show will get hooked up. And like other the ones. Crips or the Bloods when they sign right. like that. Best yeah. gang sign will get a free stove because we'll be Throw too scared. Uh, anyway, uh, last year this the really Snoop Dogg's the sponsor of that solo stove. You think so he would love it? You would think he would get behind this promotion. Last year there was some great. Uh, we didn't ask for it, but a lot, a lot of people showed up with some funny signs that uh, made us chuckle. So get your signs going. We'll see you out there tomorrow, and we will hook you up uh, with the solo stoves at the live broadcast. But right now, your news. Grab your Adderall, it's time for ADD News, still 100% free and priced accordingly. Well, you'd think that with the holidays and everything, striking season would be kind of winding down. They've been working very hard. They need time off, too. But nope, a new strike is happening. And this time, it's a group that not only has gone on strike before, but it's a group that we've talked to on this very show. The strippers of the North of North Hollywood uh, of the North Hollywood Strippers Union are going on another strike. Oh, the Imperial Gardens or whatever there isn't that their thing? Yeah, it's that dive bar. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're they went on, on strike last year, and then they became as a result. It was great, and they became the only strippers in a union in the U.S. And now they said since then, the club owner is either ignoring some of the new union rules or they're retaliating. So, for example, the strippers were like, we wanted more protections. Like, if we're really close to somebody and they're getting creepy and handsy and weird, we want, like, you know, more protection around that. But now the club owner is just, like, not even letting them to get close to the clients because they don't want to deal with you know, a problem. So they're like, now he's doing this to punish us and we're not able to give like proper lap dances and do our job. And that's a tragedy. It really is. But also the fact that you can love your job enough to go on strike twice like this, like never at a point where they were like, I don't want to be at this place anymore. I want to go work somewhere else or get into a different industry. They're like, no, we love this place. We love this job and this industry. We just want to be protected. We were very, uh, I remember we were chatting with them. They were very interesting because they were so proud of the fact that they were the only unionized strip club in the country or the world or something like that. And they were taking it very seriously. And they think that they're, they think that they are, Setting some sort of a you know a, a, a standard that other strip clubs and strippers should look to to make sure that they get what they want, and well, these are career. A lot of these women are career strippers. That woman we talked to, I think, was 106 years old, right, Allie? <laughs> She's been doing it a long that. time, but she had been doing it a long time. And even just to go on strike and say, "Hey, I'm in unsafe work conditions," I would believe that for any strip club. Yeah, they're not necessarily like, the. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. The cleanest, yeah. but, but but on the flip side, if you've ever been to a nice one, Omar, you know what I'm talking about. There's some ones that are, uh, there's some that are nice much one. nicer than others. There's, turn the lights on. No, well, no. they're all right. You don't. You turn the lights on. They're all there's not nice. There's some that have yeah. better lighting. There's yeah, that seem cleaner. Yeah, the ones that have the darkest lighting are the nicest ones. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> all right, and now the moment you've all been waiting for: the official pick for 2024 color of the year. Even more important than word of the year, times person of the year, or the uh, number one porn search of the year is the official color of the year, and it is peach fuzz. A slightly darker and richer version of beige. So basically, it's the color of Palm Springs. They say pink is out, Barbie's over, and it's time to get boring again. And the color does feel weirdly sexual to me. Peach is, you know, the emoji that you use when you're talking about lady parts and they describe the color as gentle velvety and nurturing who uh who decides this is the color of the year i didn't vote on this 
It's Pantone. The, I don't even know who Pantone is. It's the only time I hear about them is at the end of the year when they do their color. But people, what do these people hide out for 12, 11 months of the year? I've never heard of these and people. Like, and all we've somebody. studied colors. Like, even if it was like Benjamin Moore, anybody I, you know, that was like associated with like color palettes. I don't know what this company is, but this is what they say is going to be the trend. They say they'll look at all these different styles and trends and different things that people are using and into, and they think in 2024, this is going to be the color. We should release some dumb thing from this show where we say, like, the musical trend of 2024 is going to be whatever, because it seems like all these people put out this dumb stuff at the end of the year, and everyone runs with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. the word of the year. All of a sudden, we're talking about dictionaries again. Dictionaries are like, what are we going to do? I, I've never heard of this. No one's ever talking about this. And then there's this one little period right now before everyone kind of goes on hiatus for a few weeks where all these people are experts about what's going to be the color of next year. Well, and I just feel like be, like a version of beige is just kind of like, of course, it's not the color every year. Like ev- everyone does beige. It's like beige has been around for so yeah. long. Let's come up with a good fake thing that we make up here and just see how far we can spread it. Like some trend, and like, uh, it'll be like the uh, the morning show at, at K Rock has determined that the musical trend of 2024 is going to be and insert some dumb thing we make up here. Mm-hmm. People will take it because everyone's going to be into maracas. It's going to be the instrument of 2024. Yeah, get ready. It's going to be all about maracas. And then we study and say we studied everything. We went through all of the trends in music over the course of 2023, yeah, and we know, know that this is where music is headed. Just uh, they just report it like it's real. All right, it's pretty hilarious when anybody falls. Uh, case in point, Klein falling in the hallway. But I think that the funniest falls usually come from children, celebrities, presidents usually. And Chevy Chase was making an appearance at a screening of a movie of the movie Christmas Vacation, and he sad. <laughs> it was funny. Mm. So he came on stage in a wheelchair, which was like the beginning of a bit, basically. And then oh, he gets up and he walks toward the audience and he waves, and then he immediately fell off the stage. And what was funny was that he got up, he was fine. He had he did the appearance and, and did it with an ice pack on his knee. But the best part was that his watch called him. And oh, was like, hey, okay. are you okay? You got fall <laughs> oh, detection? Really? Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. And was like, are you alive? Are you all right? And it was just kind of like an Apple ad in the middle of everything. Just to be like, hey, this thing actually works. I mean, he fell down, he was fine, but the watch called him to make sure he was okay. We kick off a brand new hour of your morning show right now. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the world famous K-Rock. Hell yeah, welcome to the weekend. It is Klein Alley's show on a Friday morning. And if you are waiting for your last tickets to Acoustic Christmas, of course you can win them throughout the day on K-Rock. We've got a pair for you with VIP access. We'll be getting to that at some point. And today, everyone has an even chance of winning. You don't need a crazy story. You don't need to have some sort of a, um, you know, confession you giving us like yesterday when we heard all those 30-second confessions. This isn't one of those that just went through a breakup thing. This, every single person listening has equal chance to win our last pair of tickets. We'll tell you exactly how to get them coming up a little bit later. We also have for you this hour, the return of Johnny Doesn't Know. I'm very excited for this one because as we learned when we were talking about the band Lovejoy that will be a part of Acoustic Christmas, we learned very quickly that Johnny doesn't know anything about British things, including where it's located geographically. There was a very famous person from Britain that he not only didn't know who they were, but his idea of who they act like in his mind was hysterical. So we'll get into a little Johnny doesn't know later this hour, British things. And uh, if you have a neighbor that has an annoying hobby, it may be enough to force you to move. We'll get into that as well. So lots going on. If you're new to the show, nice to meet you. I'm Klein. There's Ali. That's DJ Omar Khan. Hello. Jake Zinerd. What's up? Got a little comedy show tonight. Details are up for that on our socials at Klein Alley Show. If you're so inclined to uh, go support Jake the Nerd or you have literally nothing else to do tonight, then you got Postmaster Johnny in the back with Vanessa. And we are uh, together for your listening enjoyment. Text line very active already at 800-520-1067. A few people actually texted about a confession yesterday. I need to hear more about the home wrecker that got that the guy that got that woman to sleep with him after eight minutes. Please, can that guy call in and tell me what he did? Yeah, I know. That's real riz right there. Someone said this person said I've been thinking about this all night. Yeah, a lot of those confessions. (laughs) Need to know how he did it. I was thinking about too. It's very impressive skills. I would imagine these are just very good-looking people. I guess. They have to be. God, what's that like? I have no idea. This is K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Good morning. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. If you need us, we're here for you. The number is 800-520-1067. Tickets upcoming. Final pair we have for you. And then remember, if you're not already following along uh, Klein Alley Show on the Instagram, I would do so because tomorrow, sometimes, occasionally it happens whenever there's a big show day like Acoustic Christmas where we end up getting some extra tickets and we like to make sure they go to listeners of the show or followers on the Instagram. So if you are trying to get them, don't have them yet, can't win them from us, can't win them on the station, be following. There's always a chance we throw some up or we let you know, hey, quickly send us a DM if you can get to the forum and we'll get you in. Uh, So be following Klein Alley Show as well. At some point this weekend, hopefully, you'll have downtime where you'll be sitting in front of your TV and you're like, man, I know there's a lot of stuff out there. What am I supposed to be watching? What's good? We haven't done a weekend watchers in a while, but I think for the first time in a while, all of us are watching a show right now that we are into. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is rare because it does feel... Well, you were watching that sexy one where it was basically porn. Oh, the girlfriend experience? Mm-hmm. That's a great show. Oh, man. I was trying to get Katie to watch it. I was like, this one's supposed to be all sexy. And she was like, no. Yeah, it's... She it's... was like, I want to watch... <clears throat> what happened? <coughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I got oh, started. it's that mom gene she's got. What? Your mom gene. That's why you're choking. Is that a mom thing? Your mom. Throat goat. Oh, Wow, that was you can week. expect that kind of comedy, folks, tonight. Jesus. Tonight, oh my God. Jake will be <laughs> dropping bombs like that all over the stage at some golf course <laughs> in L.A. Good Woodley point. Lakes, Good. Baseball Comedy Hall. Wee! Yeah, there's a, if you like jokes like that, just get a whole... How long are you doing? Ten minutes? 
Yep, I mean, 10 that, minutes. That joke was 10 seconds, and it felt like an eternity. God, I want a refund. In fact, when Greg Fitzsimmons joins us later this morning, he's going to help us decide who, which one of us made the worst joke of the year here in the uh, K-Rock studios. I mean, we, we've, we talk a lot. Four hours every morning. Occasionally, we say some stuff we really don't stand by. Mm. He will help us determine, as a professional comedian, which one of us has truly told the worst joke of the year. So that's coming up later this morning. Yeah. Right now, though, it's time for Weekend Watchers. Here we go. And now it's time for Weekend Watchers. All right, Allie. What you watching? So that you like that you actually recommend that you would endorse. That I was actually browsing for a new show, and I came across this show called The Outsider. And it's got Jason Bateman in it, and he's been accused of murder, and there's, like, you know, video cameras of him basically committing the murder. There's all this evidence. He's, like, looking at the camera. He's got blood all over him. And so they arrest him, and they're like, this is an open-shut case. But then he says he's innocent, and then it turns out he was innocent, but then there's some kind of, like, weird foul play involved. So it's, like, kind of classic whodunit murder mystery type thing, but it's Jason Bateman, so it's amazing. The interesting thing is I this came up on my feed, and I was like, oh, we got to watch this. And Katie was like, we watched this already. And I was like, no, we didn't. I've never seen this in my life. And she was like, well, once we start watching it, you'll see that you've seen the entire show before. So apparently, I've seen this show before, but it's all new to me, and I've watched three episodes already, and I'm loving it, and apparently I've seen it, but I wouldn't know because I have stoner brain. There's a movie that I've done that before as well, where I'm like... Watch the whole thing. Yeah, I've watched it, and I'm like, I think this is new, and then there's little parts of it, I'm like, I feel like I've seen this, but I'm like, no, I don't remember that or this, and then I'll just watch it again. It's yeah, pretty, and then Katie's like, told you. And I'm like, nope, still no bells ringing. So, so <laughs> well, how long ago did she say you watched it that you don't have any recollection of well, it even a little bit? This is a show that's not super new. It came out, I guess, a couple of years ago. So I don't know if we watched it when it first came out, but I'm, I swear to God, I'm like, I, she was like, once you watch the preview, you'll know. We watched the entire trailer. I'm like, this looks not familiar to me at all. She's like, well, once we watch the first episode, finish the first episode, I'm like, Katie, <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. This is all new to me, but it's a great show. And she's like, well, you loved it the first time, so I'm sure you'll love it the second time. It's amazing when you have zero recollection of something. <laughs> like not a iota of But, but kind of great, though, that she knows going into it that you're going to like it. Yeah, and she doesn't mind watching it again because it was great. So that's I, uh, I had a lot of people in the last week tell me to watch that show, Bookie, that was on, uh, it's on uh, Max. It's with Sebastian Mascalco. Yeah, it's a lot of people were recommending that to me. So I couldn't get Katie to watch I, it. I started watching Bookie, and I like it. I'm only a few, you know, they, they do that dumb thing. I, I don't know why. This is like the HBO way. It's the drug dealer mentality. They give you a little taste of it. You get like two episode taste, and then all of a sudden you want to go start the third, and they're like, sorry, wait till next week, yeah. sucker. And then you're like, God damn. Uh, Is that but, dude the main guy, the Sebastian guy? Yeah, he's like the bookie, and he basically has to Is go... Is he a good actor? Uh, this he's, He, like, every time I've seen him, he's trying way too hard it, when he it, comes to acting. It, Funny guy, uh, but when he comes to acting, I'm not sure about I that I will guy. say this, um... In the bookie show where he plays a bookie, he gets to be the most like how he is on stage because he just gets oh. to go around and get annoyed by all these deadbeats who don't want to pay him the money they owe him. And maybe okay. maybe I can relate a little bit too much because I know what it's like when a bookie comes to collect money that you don't want to pay. But uh, there's that show. But there's this one, Omar, I was thinking about you specifically. It's on Netflix. It's called the... Um, the uh, oh shoot I forget the name of it wasabi that's, that's the one it. wasabi uh, it's I gotta so check that out. it's so good <laughs> now it's called the uh, it's like an action show uh, it's like a throwback to those like eighties action shows where there's like nudity and kind of it's a little bit cheesy uh, but there's all action I love that. it's called the obligatories or something like that what's that okay. uh, obliterated obliterated that's the one oh, obliterated. 
And it's a, it's like a special force that has to basically work undercover in Vegas and to save Vegas from getting, uh, you know, exploded by some nuclear bomb that got snuck into Vegas. Whoa. But it, the whole thing is, it's like intentionally kind of cheesy. But I've you, heard of that show. It's got a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot going on, yeah, right? There's yeah. like a lot of action, a lot of sex, a lot of yes. just kind of everything. Yeah, and it's it's great because you you kind of start watching. You're like, is this really good or really bad? You can't figure it out. But next thing you know, you're like three episodes deep in it. And you're like, I don't know. I'm going along on this ride. Mm-hmm. And is anybody in it, or it's like new new people? Uh, there's definitely people I've seen before, but I, I like you, I have no idea where who they are. I'm like, I think I know that person from something. And they're like, we just watched a show with that person. But it's uh, like, I don't know. It, it's funny because it's shot. It, it's really shot like one of those stupid shows, like a like a dumb show you'd see on like CBS. But then all of a sudden you see like full nudity in it, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. So you get kind of fooled into it because on Netflix it's called Obliterate. It's a good show. I would get that's my weekend yeah, watch. You troll day. for the nudity, don't you? I troll for nudity. It's well, all I, I got. Well, I think also yeah. the algorithm Omar is probably like, I guess all I'll suggest to this guy is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nudity stuff. Yep. Uh, let me say, Jake, what are you watching? Hold on, I'm looking at the phones. A lot of people are suggesting stuff. Hold on one second. Jake, oh. are you watching some weird anime that we should know about? One Piece? I'm on episode 397. <laughs> hey, Oli, you're on K-Rock. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Well, I love you guys so much. I just want to say I listen to you every morning. But Thank you. I was contemplating making an exception because of how many times Ali said like in her review of the out- Outsider, Outland- Outlanders. How many times did you say the word like if you had to ballpark it? I, I counted at least 20, and that was when I started to get irritated by how many times. Wow. <laughs> That's wow. impressive. So you were very close to changing the station because of how many times Ali said like. You know, but I, I love you guys too much. I know. Well, I appreciate the loyalty. See, yeah, she doesn't like, she loves. She loves. Well, at the end of the week, by the way, we are all on fumes right now. So just expect today will be a real... I mean, we're, we're bribing you with tickets. That's the one thing we got hold over your head. But I wonder we're not choosing you, our words very carefully. People, because I, I think when the whole Valley Girl stereotype kind of began, the whole like, 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 saying everything like... Oh, you're going to make this girl head explode. Really annoyed people. And yes. now I feel like everybody does it. Mm. Is that what you think? Yeah, I think everybody says like all the time. It is an overused word for sure. It should be the word of the year every year. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not going to win this year. Omar, are you watching anything? Uh, you know what? I did start watching something uh, towards the end of last week. And uh, it, I, my, uh, man, who recommended this? I think my brother-in-law recommended this to me. And it's it's a show called From. And it's got a bunch of like character actors in it. A couple of people are one person from Lost. And a couple of people that you don't exactly, you can't pinpoint where, where they are. But you've seen them somewhere. And I think some of the better shows are like that because they're all great actors. Right. right. And, and it's Enough science- to, get, to get consistent work, but not necessarily right. A list or budget. Yeah, and it's a science fiction horror kind of like a story about a town where once you're there, you can't really escape, and just a bunch of like murderous oh. horror stuff what's happens. What's it on? Yeah, yeah. What, what's, what's it you on? You know what? I had to watch it on an illegal service because I couldn't <laughs> oh, find it. God, I guess originally it, it aired on Epics, and then oh. now it's on something <laughs> called MGM Plus. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just am looking cool, for something we'll easy. check it out. Thanks, Good luck yeah. finding that. Yeah, yeah. K-Rock, hello. Hi. Hi, good morning. First of all, I love you guys. Listen to you guys every morning. That's the goal, so thank you. Uh, I was calling in regards to shows that people are watching or binging, and there's one that me and my boyfriend caught on HBO Max called Naked Attraction. Oh, yeah. 
I've Didn't seen you that. Watch that? I, well, Have you? I mean, it's got naked in it. So yeah, that's where they. Uh, it's like a dating show, but they show the body parts like little by little, yeah. and then, yeah, you can eliminate people because they got weird knees. You end up always seeing their junk. You always see their their dongs and their uh, vaginas and everything. That's my favorite. Yep, it's great. My wife did not like this show. You you enjoy it? You like watching all the naked I, bodies? I absolutely love it. And at first, the first, you know, episode when, like, the dongs are out, my boyfriend's like, I don't know about this. And the second episode was just a bunch of badges. Yeah, it is a and lot of badges. Right, I, <laughs> I got to check this show out. Yeah, Omar, you would you would probably like the show. Although, the, it's a British show, which is weird. I think they're gonna, I think they're going to remake it in America. It's weird to say this, but, like, British naked bodies are somehow different than American naked bodies. I can't figure out why, but they you, just oh, don't. you don't know why? There's just something different about them. Well, I think uh, one thing you can know about British people is they have bad teeth and they don't like circumcision. Yeah, that's oh, true. They do not like to get eaters. circumcised. That's a big thing. <laughs> yeah, but you enjoy. But does the show? Do you find the show enjoyable, or does it turn you on? I it, no, but it, it's enjoyable. And then uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things that you're not used to seeing in the U.S. Uh, what was the ratio of uh, shaved versus natural? Um, a lot of them are shaved. Hmm. Yeah, most so of them. Um, when the bush comes out, I'm like, oh, that one's getting eliminated immediately. <laughs> it is fun to kind of predict. Like, that person's going it home is. right yeah. away. Yeah, not with that bush. We always try to predict which, yeah. which color pod is getting eliminated first. Yeah, it's funny, too, because they'll try to make it seem like it's not a physical thing. Like, the whole show is about seeing each other's naked bodies. Uh-huh. But then they'll be like, that woman with the jumbo bush, I don't really like her personality. Yeah. And it's like, no. I just like their toes. Yeah. That's a lot. Thank you for calling. Love the interaction here at K-Rock. Um, Allie claims she has a neighbor that has picked up an annoying hobby. And want to hear about what is the most annoying hobby your neighbors have. Call now. We'll get to it next. Uh, K-Rock, Klein Allie Show. You decide where you want to live. Sometimes it's uh, because of convenience. This is uh, going to get me close to where I work. It's a good neighborhood. Maybe they got decent schools. You put a lot of thought into it. And one of the things you don't necessarily think about, but you probably should, is... Will any of these neighbors near me develop an incredibly annoying hobby that I will be forced to be a part of because I just live close to them? Yeah. You hope it doesn't happen. I mean, it's... For the most part, I've been in the clear. I feel pretty good about it. Um, we have neighbors across the street that are like over-decorators for every single holiday, and that's kind of as bad as it's been. Uh, I mean, overall, it's a pretty good street. And Over-decorator? What do you mean? You mean they just pr- spread Christmas cheer? No, and they it's, get all it's fine. Halloween it's just like so over the top and nobody else really decorates. So it's like... Well, just because your neighborhood sucks? Yeah, all right. But, but, uh, but Allie, that's not a... Uh, <laughs> but that's annoying to look at, but you don't have to deal with it in the sense of like, you don't have to hear that. It's a quiet skill, quiet it, hobby. It, it, you find it that is. annoying to look at? Really? No, I don't find it that annoying. It's just... Hmm. I, I think the people, too, themselves, like it uh. just feels like they have something to prove. I don't know. It just feels strange to me. I lived next to someone one time that was a big fan of flags and so they would put a flag out and they'd change their flag not just like seasonally because you know everyone knows that house that just has a flag for every occasion. They would change a flag every day and I remember thinking to myself I was... Every day? Yeah, like if a football team was playing they would put the flag up of the team and then I'd be like oh they must be a Cowboys fan but then like the next week they would put up a completely random different football team yeah. because they happen to have a game on and then it would they'd put up the welcome to fall flag and then that would come down it would be like St. Patty's Day and then it would be uh, you know support your soldier I mean it was just a I, I just remember thinking to myself at some point how many flags does this, these the people whole have? The just flags. Just flags. <laughs> but also but also I find that kind of nice. Uh, it was helpful because it reminded me of what was going on in the world. <laughs> You're like, oh, there's I a mean, game today. I don't, yeah. I don't even find that annoying. No, no, like, I didn't. You know, it's not like, you know... Uh, no, not a annoying. Next to, no, 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 no,
I was doing my work the other day, and I started hearing this really annoying sound, and it was like. Were you listening to one of your auditions? No. I was done with those for the day. And I thought maybe someone was just playing loud music or had a loud moving on or something like that. And then it would stop, and then it'd come back. Stop, come back. And it was the same sound over and over again to the point where it was driving me nuts. And I walked outside, I walked down the street, and two houses down, coming from the garage, was... I guess a guy who has now decided in his life it is time to pick up bass guitar. Oh, the bass. Slap at the bass. Bass penetration. Yeah, bass you can hear because bass you can hear through vibration, too. Yes. Totally. Yeah. And two houses is, down, that's crazy. And he, yes, two houses down, and and there's a walkway in between those houses. Like, oh it's God. a good amount of space. Hold on, she rolled sound. Listen. Go ding the No. That guy's good. He's good. And he's been practicing the same riff. Oh, for like man. a week now. So it's like Is this uh, uh, Harvenstarn, the guy who does our songs? No, he doesn't live that close to me. Uh, but this I don't even I don't even think I've ever seen this guy. So I don't even know who it is to give them dirty looks on the street. But I thought to myself, this has got to be the most annoying neighbor hobby because of the type of instrument, because it carries so much, and because that little bass lick, like obviously flea doing bass guitar is fun and cool. But Even that gets old, though, after yeah, one when it's, day. When it's you know, only like, the oh. bass. Yeah, yeah. But, but but listen, Allie, I don't even think bass is a top ten annoying instrument. Of all the instruments they could pick up and start playing like for the first time, I lived next to these two gay guys that both sang opera. And the first time I heard it, oh, I was I like, that. this is not bad because it's kind of like good background music. But then it got real... After like two weeks of it, you start to kind of go insane a little bit. Really? Yeah, because it, yeah, they would. Well, like, that's the kind of music they play outside of Seven Elevens to keep people away. Right. And I started hearing that, and I was like, I, I was like, I need. And luckily, they would fight sometimes. So sometimes they would sing opera together, and sometimes they would like fight, and I almost couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> and then luckily they broke up, and then one of them moved out, and then the other guy stopped singing opera. Oh, that's it a, terrible. It was a very. It turns out it was an. It was a sad opera, like most operas. <laughs> it ended tragic. Uh, jazz on K Rock. What is the most annoying? hobby a neighbor of yours has currently or can have hey uh, sweet dibs off sweet dibs um i share a lawn with my neighbor and it's a pretty small lawn and because we live in an hoa neighborhood we have to you know keep it mowed and tidy and all that and i edge it and i edge the whole lawn to make it look nice but he only cuts his half but it's only like two feet of lawn so it just looks ridiculous and then I have to go and then cut the other one foot of lawn once it's done. For yeah, but this guy, you're saying he kind of uh, neglects the, the, yard, the yard a little bit. But wouldn't it be so much worse if you had a neighbor that was, like, aggressive with the leaf blower, like, constantly, like, every time a leaf fell, like, pulled that thing out and decided? Because yes. that would be so much I'd worse. Bad it would look better, sure. But I, I'm talking, to me, it's always going to be smell or audio related. If you're talking about an annoying neighbor, I think it's always got to be, I think, Sound first, like if you've got a neighbor that works on cars and they're constantly revving engines and stuff, I feel like that would get annoying really quickly. Mm-hmm. I've got a drummer on one side of me. I got a guy that just put up a basketball hoop, and it is a ba- never, bad at basketball hobby is bad. I've when never it's like brick after brick. I've after never brick. heard him make a shot. I, I'm telling you, I could hear it, Allie, and it's it's like thud, brick, rim, brick, pole, <laughs> brick, backboard. It, it's it, worse. Would it make it less annoying if they were kind of self-aware and they would only do it at you know certain times of the day and not at night when most people are trying to go to bed? It's uh, it's always annoying to hear a bad basketball player. It's always annoying. It's just a, it's <laughs> right. just like. You know, because you get angry as a fan of basketball, you get angry with how bad they are at it. But then also, just the sounds are 
You know, the, the yeah, sound. You never of, hear that sweet sound of a swish. Ne- it's one of the, a well, swish and- is one of the greatest sounds you can a- actually yeah, ever hear. I've never sweet. heard this guy hit the net even once. What's different, too, is like drums are annoying, but at least that's a consistent beat. And basketball is like inconsistent. And this bass yeah. guy is inconsistent. Like it'll stop and then start again. And you don't know when it's stopping or starting. And that's annoying. 951. It puts you uneasy. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 951 said, uh, my neighbor. I wonder what you think about this one. He collects tires, and he has over 500 in his yard. Well, and that's a that's a an eyesore of sure, a hobby. But, useful but to if be, you need it. <laughs> yeah, but to pass it. somebody's house and there's like 500 tires. Alyssa, you know? you're on K Rock. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so my neighbor, he cuts his grass with his scissors. He like goes out there and cuts his grass, like. And what? then he's he doesn't let anybody park on the side on his side of the street. He used to work for the city, so he like covers up the potholes only on his side. And if you walk by his side of the street, like he'll stare you down. It, it's really strange. I mean, the, watching the guy out there using scissors once again not going to bother me because audio wise. I, I, and that's beautifying the neighborhood a little bit. Yeah, I mean, know? I've had plenty of weird neighbors that do all sorts of weird stuff, but but they're not they're, they do it quietly and we, a lot of weirdos are real quiet. Yeah, uh, which seven, is kind of nice. That is nice. Seven one four said I have a neighbor who has a woodworking hobby, so I hear a power saw pretty much every single day. And nine four nine said I have a neighbor that. Um, lived above me oh that lives above me that lifts weights at five in the morning and slams the barbell okay. down on the ground See, and that, wakes me up and this is one of the things as we get toward the end of the year you will have a neighbor that will take up some new physical fitness whatever it may be and if it's an annoying one like if they got that peloton and they got that person blasting you know yelling motivational things as they're pedaling and you live close enough you're hearing that mm-hmm. that becomes your new workout routine gilbert on k-rock what's up hey uh sweet dibs sweet dibs um, so I have two from my neighbor. Uh, they have a daughter who's about that age where kids in school are learning how to play recorder. Oh, oh my God, recorder is the worst, terrible. It's the worst instrument ever. She plays like the same song over and over, messes up, starts over, and keeps doing it. And then uh, the dad, I don't know if he's like an avid tennis player or what, but he has like one of those practice things like where you serve the ball. And he just constantly hits the ball back and forth, back and forth to himself. Oh, my God. That's like a double whammy. You ever get them both at the same time? This while the daughter's busting uh, out the recorder? Luckily not. Uh. But the recorder is probably the, the worst one. Yeah, I think the recorder should yeah. be banned. Yeah. I really feel for any music teacher that's like, let's all take up the recorder, kids. And then all of them are playing at once and none, none of them are playing well. And it's just, <laughs> oh, my God. Tommy on K-Rock, what's up? Yeah, uh, my neighbor, she, kind of like what Allie was talking about, she over-decorates, and she really makes it a big deal, and she doesn't really do a very good job yeah, that's, at all. That's a funny one, too, because all the, all the, quote, effort has gone in, and it's like a blinding light display, but it's just done terribly. Yeah, our neighbors also kind of shame, like, they make these kind of passive-aggressive comments, like, well, I know no one else do, does it, but we, we love it. We just, you know, uh, like, yeah. they, <laughs> You're just like, all right. 805 said, my neighbor is behind my house. Practice mariachi. Oh, wow. And when the whole group is together, it's great. Yeah. But when it's just the kids practicing or one random person, not fun. Well, anyway, uh, you should be, if you have a neighbor that's quiet that you think could be dead because you haven't heard from them in a while, consider yourself very lucky. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm looking at all these Ugh, pouring through right dead now. Dead neighbors are the best. They are the best. All right, it's K-Rock, Plan Alley Show, getting closer and closer to giving you some tickets to the Acoustic Christmas Show happening tomorrow. Kia Forum, sold out show. 
Uh, it's been a lot of developments over the past few days. Chili Peppers injury, so they're postponing their set, their show with us to March. So you get to go this weekend. You get to go on Saturday. Enjoy also, all the other bands. And we just added 311 to the lineup as well. That'll round it out nicely. And then uh, we'll, you know, so we'll have a good time Saturday. And then we'll come back to the forum and do it all over again with the Chili Peppers on um, March 2nd. So your ticket does get you into both shows. And the only way to get into the one in March, obviously, is uh, because you're going on uh, Saturday. It's going to be a great time. We'll be doing a live broadcast starting at uh, 3 o'clock, just outside the Forum by the main entrance parking lot area. And we'll be bringing some uh, solo stoves by. They're, they're putting on our whole little uh, pre-tailgate show. We'll be giving them to you. We've got prizes, bands stopping by. It's going to be a great time. So if you want to make a day of it, come early and hang out with us. All right, quickly, as we wrap up this conversation about most annoying neighbor hobbies. Angela, what do you got? Hi. Hi. I think my my neighbors have a blow, blow-up doll. I think he has a blow-up doll. Why do you think that? Um, I hear the rocking upstairs. He's about 400 pounds, and he has nobody no nobody coming upstairs to visit him or anything. Oh, you think he's banging a blow-up doll? For sure. Well, so, if he's so, 400 pounds, maybe he's just trying to get up. feel bad for the blow-up doll, dealing with a 400-pound guy like that. Amanda. Hey, guys. What's up? So I had a, I had a neighbor who put in a... Uh, batting cage in between our houses. Yeah, I saw that. It that was, was like... That was my old... When I used to live in like, Encino, that was exactly what the person across the street from me built a batting cage, and I would hear that sound constantly. See, I feel like that's less oh. annoying than basketball hoop. Mm, it's pretty no, annoying. You got, the ding of, you got the ding of the bat, you got the bat, the ball hitting the back right. of the net, the chain link, them putting the balls in the bucket, and then he <laughs> thought he was like a major league player, so he was out there, and then they put up the lights at night. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, that's, you may win this thing. That's uh, pretty annoying. 562 said, my neighbor collects wind chimes. Shoot me. Uh, <laughs> 818 said, am I a bad neighbor for smoking meats during the night? I feel like it smells nah, good, but I'm to. not sure if other people would hate it. Nah, you you, you want to get a good brisket going, it's going to take, it's, it's a long process. You got to do it over the yeah, night. My neighbor, I, my neighbor will text me and say, hey, by the way, I'm going to be smoking something. You great. know, you might want to close your windows. And I'm like, I'm going to open them open right them up. up. Put that fan right over here. Uh, quick break. We're back in a second. We'll figure out what's going on the world. By the way, if you'd like to join us, everyone has equal chance today for this final pair of tickets coming up in about the next 25 minutes here on K-Rock. And then the great Greg Fitzsimmons will be coming to hang out with us in the studio to help us determine which one of us made the worst joke of the year on the show. It will be humiliating for us all, and we'll do it all after this quick Tickets for you to see that band right there, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, when they uh, do a Make Good Show in early March with us. Also, you get to join us tomorrow at the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas with the just added 311. Those are coming up very shortly. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. I'm in the middle of an intermittent fast, so if I pass out, go All right, today's a big anniversary for an L.A. icon. She's been around a long time. She's had a lot of work done over the years. She's 100 years old, but doesn't look a day over 29. And, of course, it's Angela. No, it's the Hollywood sign. Oh. 100 years ago today, the Hollywood Land sign was lit up for the very first time. And in tribute, they will light her up again tonight. The sign, obviously, they were kind of reliving the history of the Hollywood sign and how it was built in 1923 and how the sign's been through a lot over the years. Fires, high winds, snow. Then there was the Hollyweed incident where it was... That was great. That was great. And then there was the less popular Ram's House 
change that was made to the sign after the Rams won the Super Bowl, but it was like such a janky job. Everyone was like, this is lame. There was the Holly Boobs one. Remember that prank? Oh, Holly Boobs. Holly Boobs was a good one. So anyway, if you want to see it all lit up, tonight's the night to see that. Happy anniversary. I remember back in 2006, I want to say, when I first came to L.A., I very much vividly remember looking up and see. There's very few things that I think live up to the like uh, hype of when you see it in movies your whole life and then you see it in real life. I very much remember not knowing when I was good. You know, I was just driving down the street. I was in the back of a, I think it was pre-Uber, so I must have been in the back of a cab or something for coming from LAX. And I saw, looked up and just saw the sign for the first mm-hmm. time. And it did. Ha- I, I vividly remember having that moment of like, oh man, that's... I think it's cool too. Every bit as glorious as I would have thought it would have been. When you unexpectedly see it versus when you go to see it. Like the first time I saw it, I was walking in Runyon and I didn't know that you could see it from there. And I was like, whoa! That's so cool. You see the skyline and everything. Another time I had hiked to it. And then when you hike, it's like, it's so close that you're like, okay. When I was trying to get my first apartment, this is a crazy story, but they, I had a very limited budget. You know, radio's not, uh, doesn't pay as much as it once did. And they said to me, you can have an apartment on this side or for $700 more a month, you can have an apartment on this side. But if you look out that window, you can see the Hollywood sign. Wow, that's a huge price increase. And I think the rent was like $1,000 a month. So it was going to be almost double just to see the Hollywood sign. Well, take the non-view one and then make friends with someone who's got the view. Get a poster. I just got a poster. <laughs> I got the, the, uh, the cheaper Looks one. Looks good every time. And I was like, yep, there it is. Great it's always angle. perfect. All right, if you have an electric car, one of the most annoying things about it is that it needs, you know, electricity and you forget to charge your car and then you've got that panic all day wondering if you have enough miles to get home. But in Detroit, and yes, it's in Detroit, but eventually it would make its way here. They figure out a way to charge your car while you're driving it. So they've installed these copper coils underneath the road so that and then they all, you know, respond to the, the car as it's driving over it and it'll charge your car as you're driving over the road. Now, right now, this is only in one stretch of road. A small stretch of road, I think. What are you going to get, one extra mile? So I don't know how much mileage, yeah, you're going to get driving over this road. But if you're smart and you don't want to pay for an EV charger, just drive back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for a couple hours. And you'll have your car charged before you know it for free. In theory, the way it's supposed to work is as soon as you put your brakes on, that's supposed to help charge the car again. And it does help like a little bit. Mm -hmm. But you go through the charge way more than you get it. If you break. That's how it's supposed to work on Teslas, on my car, a lot of electric cars. It's supposed to work where every time you, you, if you break enough, that's supposed to actually work to recharge your battery. But it doesn't. As long as you're not driving it. Right. If you drive it forward, you're screwed. Owning an electric vehicle just sounds like a pain in the ass. There's there's a lot of it that's a pain in the ass. It's just a different pain in the ass. Like having a gas car and having to go to the gas station all the time, that's annoying. But it's an annoying that you know. This is just an annoying that you don't know. I would go back to gas in a heartbeat if I could just get a gas pump in my driveway. Right. Because that's the one benefit. I like the idea that I can plug it in at my house and in the morning I have charge. 360 miles is what I get on a full tank. Uh, what are you getting uh, on a full charge? Uh, I get about 200 now. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, but I mean, once again, that's... It's a complicated answer, though. Yeah, Omar, I can't answer that. It's impossible. If I put the air conditioning on... It's supposed to be 250, but it could be 200, but it could be less if you're driving faster. If if you put the heater on, it's just a complicated... If I use the windshield wipers, I'm down to 120. Yeah, don't ask us questions like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I did drive with Jake to Commerce one time, and I said to Jake, and Jake was sweating terribly, smelled horrible. I said, Jake, I'm sorry to do this. We cannot put the air conditioning on. We're not going to make it gas. I had my head out the window. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake yeah. was sitting there. And but trust me, I was dying too because he smelled rank. <laughs> yeah. You spend a lot of time in your car too, like waiting for it to charge at yeah. a parking lot. And you're like, I guess I'm just going to sit in here and eat and go on my phone. Like right. it's a world right. that you never knew that before. That sounds way worse than owning a gas powered car. <laughs> you're right. Oh you're right. God. But we're saving the planet, Omar. <laughs> we're doing our part. Oh, we're doing our part. F the planet. F the planet. <laughs> hey, yesterday we got a call from Nick Hexum. Unexpected phone call. And he said, uh, hey, guys. I saw that you had uh, posted that the Chili Peppers weren't going to be able to join you on Saturday. Uh, I'm here in L.A. I've got my band on the ready. You want us to come play? And we said, absolutely. So that has been added to tomorrow night's Acoustic Christmas 311 now on your K-Rock. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Hell yeah, welcome to the weekend. Klein Alley show on a Friday morning, the eve of the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Look forward to getting to hang out with as many of you as possible tomorrow. We will be out there early, starting at 3 in the afternoon at the Kia Forum for the live broadcast that will then commence with the show as everyone makes their way inside for the bands, the rotating stage, everything you've come to expect from the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. And I think we take for granted the fact that because this is going on for 32 years, that most of the people attending have been to quite a few in the past. I've talked to a lot of people. This is going to be their absolute first ever K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. But not your last. You create a new holiday tradition and you go every year. That's what you do. And and by the way, specifically this year, it will not be your last because you're already locked in like a timeshare. We'll see you again in a couple of months when the Chili Peppers are back to do their performance at the Kia Forum in March, early March. So I know that there's a lot going on, but you win tickets from us today. You get to go on Saturday and then again in March for the Chili Peppers show. And uh, it's going to be a good time. Really, we're spoiling you. We are spoiling you. Because next year you're going to be like, oh, there's only one. Yeah, this sucks. (laughs) So get ready for the complaints next year. But this year, things are looking strong, and we cannot wait to get you in at some point very soon this hour. An opportunity. Everyone will have equal chance. Just by listening, you've got a radio and a phone. You have equal chance to everyone else. Omar's been cooking something up. We will play it for you. And if you can uh, give us the answer, you will get yourself the tickets. We'll give you the details coming up in just a moment and then, of course, get you into the show. Also, later this hour, a little round of Johnny Doesn't Know, British Things, as we celebrate. Then we have a couple of British artists that are joining us at Acoustic this year, including Lovejoy. Yeah. Bacar. Bacar. Johnny, we found out, does not know a lot about British things. Do you think he'll know what Big Ben is, Allie? Oh, my God. Um, no, I really don't. Johnny, what's Big Ben? I'm just curious. We'll get to it later this hour, but I'm just curious if he even has the most basic. Because these questions are pretty easy. Do you know what Big Ben is? Big Ben bus. Cool. No what, more. What, what <laughs> is, big red bus. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, he's saying bus it. The big red bus. Big Ben is the big red bus that they ride. <laughs> okay. That who rides? All British people? Who, who's they? They, the people. So Big Ben is what they call all the buses there? Yeah, it's like, hey, what train are you going to get off today? Oh, no, I'm going to take the Big Ben and go ride it all the way to the trolley. <laughs> and what is the trolley, then? The trolley's like the train. It goes like choo-choo, and it just like takes them anywhere in London. Uh-huh. So, okay, so Big Ben, just so we're... Uh, according to you, is the Big Red Bus. Correcto. 
Okay. He seems very confident. Where'd you where'd you learn that, Johnny? I saw a clip on TikTok of the guys from Friends riding around on the red bus in London, and I was like, ah, oh, that's Big Ben. So you came up with the name? No, that's what the, that's what it said in the captions and in the comment section. They're like, oh, we're riding uh, Big Ben. If I told you Big Ben was a big clock, would you say I was crazy, or would you say that you're crazy? Like the ones in, like, grandparents' houses, or like a... Like a hand clock or what kind of clock? No, like the biggest clock I think in the world that's in the middle of London that's called Big Ben. But where is it at, though? It, oh, my he God. He just said it's in the middle of London. All right. Well, this will go well. I don't know. I mean, he does have a point. The TikTok comment section said. Yeah. You know what? I guess I'm wrong. Yeah. I, I always thought it was the big clock, but I guess TikTok knows better. Man. <laughs> Friends and TikTok. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, that'll be coming up later this hour. Always bet against Johnny if you want to win. Johnny doesn't know. There's good advice for you. Uh, we will get into a brand new hour of the show with your almost acoustic Christmas tickets next on K-Rock. All right, the holidays are here. We are Klein Alley Show on K-Rock, and it seems like it was only a few months ago that we got to announce this lineup that was going to be joining forces tomorrow at the Kia Forum for the 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. It's always very exciting. We get to share that news with you. Instantly, people started calling, demanding tickets. We'd like to go. Then the tickets went on sale. They sold out. Almost immediately, and ever since, people have just been begging to get into Acoustic Christmas. It'll be a... It's always a good time. And the thing I like most about it, obviously, you could focus on the headliners and be like, oh, man, it's amazing. Get to see Chili Peppers. Oh, I can't wait to see Garbage, etc. The thing that I like about it, that I've always loved about this show specifically, of all the shows out there in the world, K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas has, without a doubt, every year given me one or two smaller bands that I got a chance to see for the first time ever, and then two years into the future, they are one of the biggest bands on the planet. Well, remember uh, last year when we saw Monoskin, they were hands down one of my favorites at Almost Acoustic last year, and then they came out with a new album that's been doing amazing. It's like they've been just doing great ever since that show, but I mean, they've been on the rise for a while, but just a band that then a year later you see has made so much progress in their career. Last year you had your headliners Imagine Dragons, but uh, about five years prior to that, they were like one of the first bands to play that show. Right. People weren't even, they're like, ah, I'll get there after that Dragons band I've never heard of before. Billie Eilish playing uh, at the number three spot or something like that four years ago and now obviously headlining massive stadiums all across the globe. So it's always interesting. That's why I always say to people, get there early. I, I'm definitely one of these people that usually likes to show up just before the last band for most things. In this particular, as it is with the K-Rock Acoustic Christmas show, it's almost always guaranteed you'll see something early and you'll say, wow, I get to go ahead now and brag for the rest of my life that I remember seeing them when there was only, you know, handful of people there because they were one of the first bands to play. Yeah. So, uh, we got tickets for you. This is going to be challenging, but it's the last pair of tickets we have and VIP passes as well. You get to not only go to the show, both shows, you get to see uh, all the bands tomorrow at the Forum, then you get to come back again in March and see Chili Peppers on March 2nd. But on top of everything else, you, get, you know, we'd love you to join us. We'll be there nice and early, 3 p.m. We will be doing a uh, live broadcast. You can find us north side of the Kia Forum, also known as the main entrance, uh, where we'll be set up and ready to go. Uh, we've got our pre-show. We hook you up right now with access to the actual Acoustic Christmas and Smoke Flower VIP backstage party passes so you can rub shoulders with the likes of Megan Holiday, Nicole Alvarez. Ooh. And also during our broadcast, we're going to be giving away some stuff. Yeah, that's right. Our friends at the Solo, Solo Stove will be giving the uh, Mesa Tabletop Fire Pits from Solo Stove. They're we got that super happening. nice. All you got to do really is uh, come by and hang out with us. Uh, we got a lot of those to give out, but we're specifically looking for any signs. 
Funny signs, clever signs, the best signs there will get themselves uh, some hookup from us. And we may upgrade your seats as well. So here we go, Allie. You ready for the challenge? Yeah. So It's not going to be easy. This is, yeah, this is for true fans and people with a good ear. But I think true K-Rock fans will be able to do this if you really put your mind to it. I have exactly two seconds of audio to play for you. Within this two seconds of audio, you will hear seven songs from bands that will be at Acoustic Christmas. I don't know how Omar does this. I'm <laughs> terrible. I, when I hear this stuff on the radio, it makes me in- so angry because I'm not the type of... like, what is happening? I, but Omar claims that there will be a winner. He said I he's believe d- so. He's it's this. because like I, I can't, I couldn't compete in this, but I've been so surprised in the past. I've been like astonished. I'm like, how do you even do that? But there's people that just have an ear for it. If you can figure out the songs, the bands, and the order from this, call us now. 800-520-1067. I'll give it to you one more time. So you have to do the band and artist the the band and the song of course. in order. Yes. And there are 7 of them. There are 7. That's In o- this 2 seconds that we just played. Omar claims there are 7. I cannot yeah, confirm or deny there are 7. I think there's one. I hear one. <laughs> I think I got one. I'll give it to you one more time. <laughs> 800-520-1067. Call us now. We'll come back, and the first person with the correct answer, in order, we'll see you at Acoustic Christmas. That is Cannons right there. It's called Loving You. They will be playing that song, I'm sure, tomorrow at Acoustic Christmas. But the question is, is that song a part of this, Allie? Seven songs in two seconds. Omar has put it together because he's sick and twisted, and we decided if we only have one more pair of sold-out tickets to give away on this show, might as well give them to somebody that's able to figure this out. Now, we'll take the first calls in a second. First round of guesses at 800-520-1067. Every time I play it, according to 818, I pick up one more song. I've got three, but I can't get through. Phone's open now. 800-520-1067. It's these seven songs... All bands that will be at K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. So there's already a huge help right there. All right, Jody, first guess out of the gate. What did you hear? I think I heard Portugal the Man. Any song in particular? Feel It Still. Feel It Still. What is the second song you heard? That's where the story ends. I don't have it. All right. We got one. All right. What a place to start. You did get through, and you got one. That's a good start. Hey, Gus, what do you got for us? We got one. That's the current high score. What do we got? Uh, yeah, I heard Offspring in there. Okay. I cannot confirm or deny that's part of it. We're looking for the order. So you want to start at the first song? Cool, yeah. Um, yeah, let me see. Uh, first song was uh, Chili Peppers. Oh, then... I'm so sorry. We already established right. the first song was Portugal the Man, Feel It Still. And you did hear the Offspring in there, which is not wrong. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, thanks for the shot. Let's see what's up. You're very welcome. Hold on. John, what do you got for us on K-Rock? Go ahead. I got 311, Down Down. I got Offspring, Bad Habit, Garbage, Lovejoy, Normal People, Portugal the Man, Feel It Still, The Cannons, Loving You, and The Bleachers, I Want to Get Better. You know, I will say this. Uh, some of what you said is accurate. A lot of what you said is nowhere. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah there were some I was like, whoa. Some really? of those bands <laughs> are not in this song, are not in this mashup at all. But you know what? I like I like the process of elimination we're getting to. That was another band mentioned. I mean, listen, they're all K Rock Acoustic Christmas bands. That's not the hard part. The difficult part is the song in the right order. And we have one officially locked in, which is Portugal the Man Feel It Still as your first song. Everything after that is still up for grabs. Do you have a guess as to which one is next after Portugal the Man Feel It Still? You named a lot of bands. After Portugal the Man, uh, Bleachers? No, that is incorrect. I will say this. Uh, there's someone on the text line that has gotten the order correct. So it is doable. Yep. Can't call now at work. I think this is the order. They have gotten it exactly right. So I'm just saying it's not totally impossible. It's improbable for sure. <laughs> See, now I hear four of them. Yeah. But, but, the but, more I listen to it, the more I'm like, okay, hold on. 800-520-1067. This is a good prize because you get our last VIP backstage party pass. Also, you get access to the show tomorrow and again in March to see Chili Peppers. So be ready to win and get the answers next. Omar, are you surprised at how difficult this is or was that the goal? Um, I'm surprised it's uh, coming out uh, this difficult because uh, when I played it for you for the, the first time, you got two right out of the gate. And I'm a dummy. You know, I don't know a lot of the stuff. But I heard you know? two out of the gate. Now I hear... And then about- Allie heard uh, a different one, you know, and uh, yeah, I'm surprised it's this hard. Well... It's easy. I got it. No way, Jake. I mean, I have the sheet, though, too. Oh, well, if you have the sheet that has the order, then yes, that's not saying much. Once again, we're just looking at uh, seven songs, all that will probably be played at the Kia Forum, either tomorrow or back in March. Chili Peppers are a part of this, so just be aware as you make your guesses. We've established one. We've only locked in one song so far, officially, which was the first one out of the gate, uh, which was Portugal, The Man Feel It Still. <laughs> Man, I just heard a different one now. That's See, crazy. Yeah, every time it is weird. I think the second one is hard to get, though. The second one is that's the hardest, the hardest one. one. Yep, I agree. I think that's the hardest, the hardest one. 800-520-1067. Who can get them first? We got tickets for you. VIP access as well. We wanted to say everyone's got even shot today. All you need is a phone and some ears, and you're as good as in. 714, what do you got for us? I've got Portugal the Man. That is the first song. Okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Tell me, baby. No, that is incorrect. <laughs> Jay, go ahead. You're up. Hey, so number one, I actually have 311 down. Number two, I have Cannons, Fire for You. Number three, I had Beaches, Blame Brett. And number four, I had The Offspring, Self Esteem. And that's what I got. All right, here's the thing you have a bunch of the songs correct just not in the right order. Mm-hmm. The order's not right. Dang. It's amazing, though, to think about. Like, that guy was able to hear. He was able to hear through the nonsense. Because mm-hmm. I could I could slow this down, Allie. It's only two seconds. It's seven bands, two seconds, seven songs. I don't even think I would hear. <laughs> I know what the second song is because mm-hmm. I'm looking at it, too. And I, now I hear it knowing what it is, but. I still don't hear it. I, oh, I, I heard it this time. You did? Mm-hmm. Where, hold on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like not the right person for this. I'm just not at all. No. I feel bad. A couple people on the text line have gotten it all. I mean, that's the part that's crazy to me. It's like, I don't, I could listen to this five million times. And somebody on the text line has the second one, I got, so call really, us. Yeah, I got, the fir- I got the first song and I got the last song. Moose, go ahead. You're on K-Rock. 
Portugal, the man, and garbage is the second one. People. All right, uh, garbage is the second song. That is second the band. second band. Which song is it? I don't know. Mm, oh come on! Can't figure it out. Wow. Uh, I already won tickets. I just want to go uh, to the radio. All right, all right, hold on. People well, you're are, helping out other people. You are helping. That is, that is the second band. Listen closely. Mm-hmm. That's the. I don't even hear because I hear the third. I don't even hear the second. Omar, what is what is there? A tenth of a second of the second song, <laughs> if that even. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean. <sighs> it's garbage. A third I of a second. Band. I, I know it's garbage, know. Allie, but even that. <laughs> all right. We'll do one more round of calls at 800-520-1067. It'll be a damn shame if we have to go ahead and rip up this final pair of tickets. Well, is that what we do? We will rip them up. Oh, my God, those stakes are high. So, uh, yeah, we'll, Let's toss them in one of those solo stoves. Yeah. 800-520-1067. Final round of guesses next. K-Rock. Last year's headliners, K-Rock, almost acoustic Christmas right there. Imagine Dragons, the show's tomorrow. People are getting desperate for tickets now, and Omar's decided to make it very challenging for this mashup. Seven so. bands, seven songs, two seconds. Here it is again. <laughs> Man, now that I hear it, it seems so easy to me, but I also know what the answer is. You are. put it together. <laughs> it should yeah, seem yeah, easy yeah. to when you. When you listen for the yeah. songs you already know, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> I think it's, it's easy, too. Had a lot of incorrect guesses, a lot of people figuring out the first few and the last one, but it's that middle stuff that really is challenging. Yeah, but we know the first song, and someone has guessed the second band, but not the right song of that band. All right, uh, you're on K-Rock. It's your chance to shine on the line. Tickets, VIP access. What do you got? Give us the order. Go ahead. All righty. So I have number one, Feel It Still by Portugal the Man. That's correct. Go ahead. All right, number two, Garbage, Happy When It Rains. Oh, Oh my God. You got the band right. You got the song wrong. Megan, go ahead. K-Rock, let's make it count. Okay, so it's Portugal the Man. Then it's Garbage, Stupid Girl. There you go. Cannon, Loving You. No, 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 no. You got the first two. Then you lost it at three. Say hi to Rick right now. I'm telling you, we will rip these tickets up. I will rip these tickets up. <laughs> we will rip these tickets on live stream in front I'm, of all of I'm going to rip them up and destroy them so no one will sit in these seats. Hi, Rick. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, hi. I have Portugal the Man, Feel It Still. That's correct. Garbage, Stupid Girl. That's correct. Thank God. Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> You got the you got There's the girl. you got you got the right band. But that, that is not everybody else. That is not the right song. What's that? Can I guess uh, what comes after that just to help help it go? Uh, sure. what, do you, what do you hear after that? Uh, I hear Cannons loving you. <laughs> right band, wrong song. Again, right band, uh, wrong song. What do you what what do you hear after that? Uh, I hear Offspring. Uh, self-esteem. Okay. See, not impossible. What do you hear after that? Uh, I got Bacar. Dude, this guy's like pretty strong. What do you hear after that? And last is three eleven. Yeah, down. Right, that was the easy. One. I did this. Omar played this for me. The one I got was three eleven down. That was the one I could really? get. Really, the That's one a, I got was uh, Osprey. This is all I could get. <laughs> That's the one. That's all I got. I was like, "Yep, chill." That's it. Three eleven down. And Dude, Omar's I mean, like, "Omar goes, there's seven songs." I go, "I heard one." He goes, "There's seven there." Listen again. I, I honestly. 
So this guy got all of the bands in order. He did. He and did. five out of the seven songs in order. He's trying to help. He's trying to help out the people. And I feel bad because there's someone desperate in the background yelling at him. And I get it. So now at least we have a lot of <laughs> All right. information that's been... David, go ahead. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I'm really close to ripping these up. This has got like three guesses left, and then we're, we're done with... Go ahead, David. Oh, I just lost David. No! Oh, that's on, that was on me right there. That was, that was me, Allie, being stupid with my big dumb thumbs. You're getting too trigger happy with your I, I, fingers. I'm getting trigger happy. And here, look, listen, here's the ticket right here. No, don't I'm do start- it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm st- All right, here's what we know. I'm starting Portugal, to do Portugal, the man, feel it still. It. Garbage, stupid girl. Red Hot Chili Peppers, song yet to be discovered. Cannons, song yet to be discovered. Followed by The Offspring, Self-Esteem, Bacar, Helen Back, and 311 Down. So there's not a lot left to guess, guys. This is the most challenging thing you all, ha- you all have ever done, according to uh, 323 on the text line. I've heard it. I knew the order. Now I've lost the order. My short-term memory has screwed me. Thanks a lot, Weed. You're costing me tickets to K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas. And I get it. Yeah. I'm going to pick up. I mean, Al, you tell me. Who do I give the shot to? Do I go to Donovan? Do I go to Vanessa? Do I go to Jody? Someone's going to get the the last shot. Mm. One more chance to get it right. And if they can do it, they're in. Jody. Yes. All right. Don't screw this up now. This may be it. I'm telling you, we're up on a break. We got uh, um, Greg Fitzsimmons is getting here soon. We got to give these tickets away or else they get destroyed. All right. All right. Here it is. I'll give it to you one more time. Go ahead, Jody. Portugal the man. That's correct. Yes. 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 Go. Okay. And then garbage, stupid girl. Yes. Yes. Red hot chili peppers. Tell me, baby. All right. right, I'm ripping up the tickets. Oh no! I'm ripping them up. All right, let's let's just we take a break. We'll be back in a, a second. It's really disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Mostly, so I'm disappointed in the back room here. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. Back in a second. I'm not going to rip up the tickets. We'll probably give them away to someone after this quick break. This has been the bane of our existence this morning here at K Rock. <laughs> just trying to give away some tickets right now. Just trying. And I did, Ali is saying that there's been someone on hold from the very beginning, and I have not given them a shot. Go ahead. What's up, Clay? How you doing? Good, I hope. What can we do for He's you? He's already ripped up one of the tickets, so what are you going to do? <laughs> We're down to one oh, ticket no, and one you. backstage I pass. You. I got you guys. Okay. So, Portugal, the man, fill it still. That is song number one. Garbage, stupid girl. That is got song it. two. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Around the World. Yes! Cannons, fire for you. Woo! The offspring, self-esteem. Yep. Bacar, Helen back. Take it home, baby. Down, baby. Yeah, yeah. You did it. Vanessa, it was the undoable, but you've done it. It only took us six hours to get through it. <laughs> Congratulations. You'll be our last pair of tickets to K-Rex Almost Acoustic Woo! Christmas. And we'll see you VIP backstage, all right? Yes. I'll see you guys tomorrow. ADD News coming up on K-Rock, and then Greg Fitzsimmons will be back in our studio. Last time he was here, I think it was St. Patty's Day. That's right. He was judging our ginger competition, right? helped us figure out who was the uh, most talented ginger in our listening audience. Uh, Three of those people exploded when they went outside and hit the sun. So we still have one still living, and I believe that was our runner-up, who's now taking on the title. Right now, though, we have your ADD News. Grab your Adderall. No, seriously, grab it. The shortage is real. It's time for ADD News. By the way, if you need any, I know a guy. All right, so a bit of an update to a celebrity crash that took place on Halloween. If you remember Alan Ruck from Succession and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he had gotten into a bad accident in his new Rivian truck 
where he went through a red light, lunged across the intersection, and into a pizza shop. As Klein said, not a very good pizza shop because he's a victim shamer. And now I'm not a victim shamer. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, first of all, I did defend. If you're going to crash, crash into a place that is less popular than pizza. I did first defend, crash, you know, pull the wheel and pull, you know, crash right, into the vegan place next door. But then when I found out which pizza place it was, I go, that pizza's not great. <laughs> so now the update is that the pizza place is suing Alan Ruck. And what they said is that Alan Ruck's insurance company, State Farm, has refused to accept responsibility for the crash. And even worse, the adjuster has now ghosted them for the last few weeks, despite them giving them repeated calls and letters trying to figure out some kind of a settlement. So now they don't know what to do, and they're suing. Call Sweet James. Who is uh, who is injured in, in all of this? No well, one. they want right? them to pay for the damages. Of the, the pizza, pizza place. Shop. Yeah. I mean, you would I mean, think. I mean, I guess that Jake from State Farm's a dick. I, I I think you would think in general, though, if someone crashes a car into a store, right? Insur- insurance should just figure that. Out. I mean, that's part I mean, of why yeah. you have insurance, right? It's obviously his fault because he's the only one involved in the crash. <laughs> yeah, so could- it's like if they're not accepting responsibility. I I mean, the only other responsible party, I think, they are maybe thinking the the car itself malfunctioned, right? right. And that it's not the driver's fault, yeah, so we, they shouldn't be held liable. We do like pointing fingers. It's the American way. It's the best, isn't right. it? Pizza Place points fingers at Rock. Rock points fingers at uh, Rivian. They both point fingers at State, State Farm. Farm. Right. Eventually, people just get bored and move on. Yeah. All right. And now, a new product for Omar to consume. All right. Dog soda is here. Oh. It's going to be delicious. No yeah. one loves dog food more than Omar. <laughs> Furthering our obsession to make dogs just like people, there's a company called Jones Soda Company. They have already been releasing... Oh, I love Jones. Yeah. Um, they already have, obviously, a line for humans, and now they're releasing a line of sodas specifically for dogs. Omar, you have three flavors to choose from. Do you go okay. beef, chicken, or turkey and gravy? Uh, beef all day, baby. <laughs> Give me that beef. A four-pack of this dog soda is $25. Holy oh, crap, man. But what? they said humans can consume it if they wish. Now, I'm not sure how a dog would drink a bottle of soda, but I kind of feel like every company and every restaurant, in addition to having to have some kind of a vegetarian or vegan option, they feel like they have to have a dog option. There's a lot of dog too. menus, too. Yeah. And, and I do get annoyed because uh, sometimes those dog menu prices are pretty strong, like uh, compared to what else is out there. Like the dog menu is even cheaper sometimes than the kids' menu. Yeah, if it gets so cheap enough, I just can, might go yeah, right there with you, Yeah, you get one of those platters of uh, broiled chicken. Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, one for the dog and one more for this guy right here. Um, there are shoes in the house, people, and then there are no shoes in the house people and the we're no shoes in the house people though we're not that strict about it but i guess around the holidays it gets kind of dicey because you have a lot of guests coming into your house and if you're a no shoes house there could be people that are uncomfortable you know that are like hey i don't want to be forced to show my feet to everybody in the house i have weird feet or i have smelly feet or i my feet are get cold or i have weird socks that don't match and i don't want to you know, show that to people. So the etiquette experts have weighed in and they think the polite thing to do if you are a no-shoes house during the holidays is to provide non-sticks or stickable, like whatever, the grip socks or slippers to all of the guests Get to ensure that everyone is comfortable in your house. You got to offer slippers to people that go to your house? What do you run well, a four seasons? And this etiquette person was like, if you go to any traditional Asian household or even some Middle Eastern households, they have like little cubbies 
where they have like slippers where you like swap out your mm. shoes for slippers and you just wear those around the house and that's just kind of the custom. Get so if you have those, enough slippers, you know then you should be good. They, they put on your feet when you go to like look at a house or something like yeah, that. Those, little booty. Yeah, little shower them, caps. Yeah, those are easy. You get a bag of those. Yeah, no one looks stupid in those. Well, but everyone <laughs> looks, if everyone looks stupid, then you're right. No one looks stupid. We kick a brand new hour of the show off next with Greg Fitzsimmons here on K-Rock. This is the world famous Oh, yeah. Welcome to the weekend on a Friday morning. Uh, it's going to be a good hour, believe it or not. We've said that a lot and we're lying to you. This will actually be a good hour because in just a few moments, the great Greg Fitzsimmons returns to K-Rock. He's got a comedy benefit. I don't even know why he can't. I, I always appreciate when a comedian that's scheduled to come on the show sells out the show that they were going to promote so doesn't actually need to come in for promotion but decides to show up anyway. I mean, especially to get up early, you know, which I can't imagine is easy for any comedian it's yeah. clearly not easy for us, and we're not comedians. Uh, Best Buddies annual benefit show put on by Greg, Greg Fitzsimmons. What a lineup, Sarah Silverman, Andrew Santino, Bobby Lee, Annie Letterman. Uh, the list goes on and on. In fact, he's br he brought a pair of tickets to give to someone this hour. So uh, just by listening to us, you will get to go to that night of comedy, yeah, December you 13th. Ha you have to listen to a millisecond of each person's stand-up. <laughs> and put it in order. <laughs> in order. Right, and figure out which comedians. Yeah, it's going to take the next hour. It went so well with the band from Acoustic <laughs> Christmas. We said, let's do it again, but yeah. make it way more difficult. It's going to be great. Uh, now, we'll make it super easy for those tickets. That's coming up in a moment. In fact, Greg has uh, got quite a challenge because he's going to have to help us determine which was the worst joke that happened on this show all year long. He's a funny comedian. He knows bad jokes. He hears terrible comedians at clubs all over the place. Luckily, he's at a place right now where he knows he's going to go and crush every night. But he's definitely able to determine what is a bad joke. And I'm not excited about this because you'll be hearing Allie's worst joke ever told this year on the air. You'll hear my worst joke, Jake the Nerd, who considers himself an aspiring stand-up comedian. You'll hear his terrible jokes as well. We are all potentially going to get the shrapnel, and it will be happening in just a moment. we got that to get to, plus the big bet this week will be around a Johnny Doesn't Know British things. Chance for you to win yourself something from us at K-Rock this morning. Uh, we kick it off at Lincoln Park, and then when we return, the great Greg Fitzsimmons in our studio next here at K-Rock. Uh, it's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. It's always good when Greg Fitzsimmons is in the K-Rock studios, What's as up, he Greg? is right now. The return of the great Greg Fitzsimmons on K-Rock. What's up, Greg? Uh, I'm good. You, your mic stands are so short, I have to hunch forward. Like, like I'm an old bank teller from the 1930s. <laughs> well, they do work, but they're just rickety as hell. So yeah. we like to do it janky over here. We like to do it janky. That could be the new slogan for the show. Yeah. The goal here is to make every guest as uncomfortable as possible, both <laughs> physically and otherwise. And emotionally. So you're in the right place. You know what made me uncomfortable? Lincoln Park. What are we doing yeah. here? Yeah, well, Come wanted, on. wanted to get you in the mood for it for a Friday. Usually, some mornings, because we don't pick the music, you know, everyone says, oh, Klein, play better music. We don't pick the music. It's all scheduled, whatever. But some mornings, it's like depressing song after depressing song. And we get people on the text line like, I want to drive off a bridge right now. Yeah. You know, it's like all the sad stuff. Like Radiohead, Evanescence, Smashing blah, Pumpkins. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. like to feel things. Right. Not me. Well, if the good news is that if you don't like it, you can hear it again in an hour. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, we're, we're like clockwork. There's always around that. Here. Um, hey, look, in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, well said. That's true. It's a beautiful. Uh, only uh, today during our chat, let's just work in as many Lincoln Park lyrics as possible. <laughs> That'd be great. Greg, you have a lot of great stuff coming up, obviously. You're always really busy. You said you've been on the road. Do you even, you've been doing this so long. Do you even have bad shows anymore? Oh, God, yes. I mean, that's the thing about stand-up. I get nervous every single night that I go on. Do you still go, like, why do I do this to myself? No, I have to do it. I realize that. 
I have depression, and that stand-up has become like my antidepressant. Oh, nice. I went on last Thursday night. I was at the Punchline in San Francisco, which is my favorite club in the country, except for the Improv and the Comedy Store and the Laugh Factory. <laughs> oh, the local ones, yeah. That's good. Yeah, and, make sure uh, they get the local love. Uh-huh. And so I go in on Thursday, and I, I had some bad stuff happen. So Thursday, I'm sitting in my hotel room in my underwear. Picture it. Oh, God. It's dark. Mm-hmm. And I'm just staring down, and my show is in 20 minutes. The club's across the street. I was like, I can't do it. I just, I just don't know. And I walked on stage, and I was like, I go, I don't know how this is going to happen. I go, I don't know how I'm supposed to be the life of the party for the next hour. It's essentially my job description. Right. And I am like thinking, about, I'm not suicidal, but I'm thinking about. Um, how nothing matters. I was like a Linkin Park song. Right, right. Oh, yeah, going on cue, internally. Let me yeah. cue it up for you again. Hold on. And so, <laughs> and so I said that to them, and they lifted me up. They just connected to me. They got where I was coming from. And by the end of the set, I, I mean, within 10 minutes, I was back. And at the end of the set, I felt 100% back. And I felt great all weekend. It was like, that's what I missed during the pandemic. I didn't get that little right. adrenaline boost. Something that just kind of turns the tide. Yeah. yeah but that's I, beautiful. But I had, a show, I had a show a few weeks ago in Escondido. You ever been down there? No. Mm-hmm. It's down towards San Diego. And they have this fancy country club. And I'm there doing a benefit. A corporate gig or oh, yeah. benefit? Well, whatever. The same thing. Right, right. Well, benefit, you got to do it for free. Corporate gig, you get paid good money, right? I would say it was somewhere in between those two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody money. was getting benefited from right. it, and it wasn't me. All right, got it. Okay. And so I go down, and it's like, you know, it's all good-looking people. But they're happy, good-looking people. You know, the you know, oh, they're San the Diego happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're beautiful. and, and but, but thank God they're happy. You hate it when you see a good-looking person and they're sad. It's like, no, get it. Yeah. Get inside so you get a You smile have so much more face. to work with than I do. Yeah. You should be happy. Yeah, if you can't be happy, what what hope is there for us? I want to see like cult happy, like right. ignorant cult happy. Well, yeah, I, yeah, what yeah. I can't figure out is happy, ugly people. Because I go, what do you have to be happy <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, you should be angry. Yeah, you shouldn't be happy. <laughs> well, you smile. Look, you should be pissed off. Yeah, look at a mirror. Don't be so happy. <laughs> so how did the, the show go? So I go on, and they're, and, and there's there's such a bad crowd. The first two acts go up in flames. I mean, the kind of thing where you come off stage and you can't make eye contact with the other comedians they just <laughs> just go it. to the bar right, yeah. right, right. so they bomb and so I go up and I start bombing and I just said screw this and I had a wireless microphone and I just walked into the crowd and they turned up the house lights and I just start roasting everybody in the crowd and I'm calling them what they are I'm calling them a bunch because I started asking every guy what do you do for a living Real estate. What do you do for a living? Real estate. I go, this town is just a place where just douches sell land to each other in a circle. (laughs) And the wives are all like heads of charities, you know? And so I destroy them. And I'm actually doing well because in the end, they're self-loathing, you know? And so I had talking to this one woman and I start bonking her on the head with the microphone (laughs) because she's so dumb. And it's kind of an illusion when you do that. It sounds like you are smashing them, but they don't really feel it. It just sounds really loud. So it's a really right. funny thing to do. And the, the boyfriend gets irate. <gasps> and I get on stage and he starts trying to fight me. And he's like one of these ripped guys that wears a shirt one size too small. Sure. What do they call those short shirts that you can buy online? Crop tops? No, not a crop top. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it shows how in shape we are here. It wasn't a real estate guy in a crop top? Yeah. The best we could come up with is crop top. Yeah. 
So he's got the tight shirt, and he's calling me out. And so I do my set. I do my time, as I always do, 45 minutes and perhaps six seconds. And then, <laughs> and then I walk off stage, and, and I'm ju- I just want to get paid before I leave. And so this guy is, oh, let me introduce you. I go, I don't want to meet anybody. Right. Just get me paid so I can get out of here. This guy is like, come. So I finally get paid. And I run off, and I got they gave me a round of golf that day. So I had my golf clubs, and I had I had left them in the pro shop, which was now locked. So I had to send security to <gasps> unlock the pro shop. To, meanwhile, the whole crowd is at valet parking now. Oh, everyone and this, you just mocked. Everyone for the last I just hour. mocked. <laughs> just waiting right there. Right, and they're at valet parking, and they're get him, the guy in the hat. Yeah, and so I finally get my clubs. And then I, I uh, my car pulls up, and these people are all, you know, Cayennes. Right. And, per- every car's perfect. Yeah. Maserati, Maserati, Bentley, Ferrari. My, my 2012 Toyota Prius pulls up with a, my quarter panel hanging off, and I have a paper clip holding it on, <laughs> which is rusted. Success. Yeah. And so uh, so I don't want them to see my car. So I, th- I, I, I jump in the car, and I take off, and then I, I realize that I've pulled out without my golf clubs. Oh. And I'm not going to drive back again because I don't want anyone else seeing the car. No. So I leave it parked up, and I to get through, I have to walk through some bushes to get to the oh, other great. side. And you're, you're too successful for this. You shouldn't be having to do this. I'm running through the bushes, and I there's a fire hydrant in the bushes, and I smash my knee, <gasps> rip my pants open. I'm ble- I'm bleeding down my leg. I, I run <laughs> to get the clubs, and I put them on my back, and I just start running. Like, I just get in a total panic, and I get in the car, and I don't even look at my knee. I drive, like, four blocks away. And then I stop on a dark street under a street lamp, and I pull it out. And I had a gash. Oh. And I was limping for like four days. But, oh, how but, do you feel depressed after that? Right? Should have gone into the real estate. <laughs> wouldn't have any of these problems. Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons is here. He's going to help determine which one. We, we made a lot of bad jokes. We don't really make jokes on the show. We're not comedians. But we have said things on the show intentionally funny. And then occasionally we bomb terribly. And you're going to okay. listen to some of our mo- As someone who just recently bombed, even though you never do, you get to hear what we believe are the finalists for the worst jokes of the year on K-Rock. Will you give us your honest feedback and tell us if any of them are not as bad? We think that you're going to hate them all. I, I have no ability to, to not tell you they're bad Great. if they're bad. Okay, Perfect. we'll be back with that. More Greg Fitzsimmons and tickets to this benefit, which is coming up on Wednesday, although it's sold out, so I don't even know why we're saying this, but it's uh, Best Buddies annual benefit show. We'll get into that and more next. Clown Alley show. That was not Lincoln Park, believe it or not. Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons is hanging out with us in studio. Greg Fitzsimmons, of course, uh, the podcast, Fitzdog Radio, and uh, upcoming sold-out benefit show. We got tickets, so in fact, we'll give them to you in a moment if you'd like to go on the 13th. What a lineup you've put together for Best Buddies annual benefit show. Uh, how many people do you reach out to that uh, come up with reasons why they can't do it, or do people immediately say, Greg, anything for you, pal? I'll tell you what. Sometimes it's a struggle. This year was a piece of cake. I reached out to uh, Sarah Silverman, Andrew Santino, Bobby Lee, Ron Funches, uh, Nikki Glazer. Oh, nice. Uh, Annie Letterman. They're all coming on. And uh, yeah, it's sold out, but you know you can always donate money to bestbuddies.org. Uh, and uh, it's a great, they help people with intellectual disabilities, help them get housing and internships. It's an amazing organization. Do you do that big check there? Do you do the big oversized novelty check hand at the end or no? Just give them the money like uh, the old fashioned way. It's a very small check. It's a small yeah, yeah, yeah. Small Smaller check. than a regular check? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little tiny. Um, it's, uh, now we, we raise a fair, I've done it for like 10 years and we raised some good money, but uh, the best was the year I went up to Boston. They, they, they flew me out to do a bike ride from Boston to Cape Cod to raise money. How many miles is that? 
too many. I made it half the money. <laughs> you had to stop? Yeah, I felt like I should give half the money back that I raised. <laughs> I kept it all. And the night before the ride, they had a they had a um, a fundraiser event at the Harvard Stadium. It was all ce- it was celebrities because yeah. a bunch of celebrities were playing in the game, and it was touch football. Tom Brady and uh, Edel- Edelman is that the other yeah, guy? Yeah, Julian Edelman. Edelman. Yeah. yeah. The two of them on the field. So Julian's one captain. I'm on Tom Brady's team. Oh, my God. And so God. we're playing with buddies, with the intellectually disabled people uh-huh. on the field, mixed in with the celebrities. And the crowds are the crowds are packed. And so I'm on Brady's team, and I meet him in the locker room. Let me tell you something. My heart was pounding. He is gorgeous. Yeah. And he looks you right in the eye, and he's charming. And we go out onto the field. And we huddle up and he's telling each of the buddies, okay, you go straight and then go left. You just go straight out. And I'm waiting and I'm looking at him. He's like, just go. <laughs> just, just stand just, there. Just. <laughs> so so about three plays in, he snaps the ball. I run up the right sideline. I look over my left shoulder and Tom Brady's looking in my eyes. Whoa. Takes the ball back and he lofts this tight, perfect spiral I put out my hands for a basket catch, and I'm just thinking, this is it. You're going to catch a pass. Don't drop this. Soft hands. Don't trip. And I grabbed the ball, and I pull it in, and I got it. Whoa. And then there was two best buddies standing in front of me. And you tackled them right down. I dig them out. I scored a touchdown. (laughs) And I just look back, and Tom Brady's got his hands in his face. (laughs) Like, what is wrong with you? So now you feel obligated to raise money every year. Yeah, yeah. That was the beginning. For you, the highlight of your life. For those best buddies, (laughs) the worst day of their life right there. Oh, my God. A middle-aged man uh, juked us on the field and left us (laughs) down. Listen, we we only, you know, look, we, we like to make fun of each other a lot, but we don't like it when our jokes crash and burn uh, terribly here. And we've got what we believe to be, of the thousands we could have picked from, three of maybe the worst jokes that were told this year on K-Rock in the mornings. You will help us determine which one of these is truly the worst joke. Who are you going to start with, Klein? Are you uh, the first start one with... I have is, you, it's no particular order, but I do have yours ready to go. I don't want to even oh, give a Oh, wow, setup. what a shocker. You I, have mine ready to go. It's actually only, it's only Allie's jokes. It's only Allie's joke. No, it's not. It's, no, no, you no. couldn't find three. I couldn't find three. Hold on. We'll get Smashing Pumpkins. You hold on one second. <laughs> Allie's joke is going to take priority. Listen, uh, uh, Greg, this is joke number one. Okay. You can give us your honest critique. You'll hear three of them. And, and Greg, this is all off the cuff, okay? We're not pre-writing our jokes. This is live radio. You now, know what I mean? Now, is this in conjunction with today being the anniversary of Pearl Harbor? That's why we're doing this right now. That is part of the reason why we decided today will be the biggest bombs uh, of from the show. That's, I wish we were clever. We're not even clever enough to think of God, that. God, what a terrible day to do this. We should not have done uh, this today. Didn't we're think about that. Canceled accidentally. Here it is, joke number one. Maybe when you turn 50, that's a big party. Housewarming well. party? Yeah, but once again, that's not a real party. That's kind of lame. That's like you show up yeah. and bring someone a plant. Here's a fern, that happy house. That sounds nice. If you have enough money to buy a house and Southern California, no one should be bringing you anything to your party. You should be giving people stuff. And it's L.A., so your house is already real warm. That was the worst joke of the show <laughs> so far. All right, Greg. There's a lot to process it's, there. Well, you know there's dad jokes? That yeah. was a grandma joke. Yeah. Yeah. It was really... There's no, there was no turn. <laughs> jokes have turns. Right. That was just straight up the middle. <laughs> straight up the right. There was, you didn't have to be clever. And, and by the way, we Tom should... Tom Brady was passing at me, right. and I just dropped it. You should benefit Allie this weekend with that joke. <laughs> Listen, everyone, no one should be bringing you anything to your party. You should be giving people stuff. And it's L.A., so your house is already real warm. You, you could hear in her voice. I knew that it was questionable when I decided to say it. Yeah. 
And then we kind of moved past it for a second, and then Klein brought it all back. And that was then the worst we- joke of the show <laughs> so far. By the way, I think that may have been the worst joke in the history of the show. <laughs> she came back to the housewarming to make a reference about the warm temperatures in Southern California and said, and we're in L.A., so your house is already warm. Yeah. Can we just take a moment... Let's have a funeral for that joke right I now. I liked yeah, just it. Song ready. Play some taps. Hold Omar, on. come on, back me up. <laughs> Nobody backed me no up. No one backed her up. <laughs> I think. Come on, and Greg. At least in theory, it's a funny concept. Nope. Okay. No, because <laughs> because there was you didn't pick it up and bring it anywhere. You just kind of shook hands with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was, it was not really uh I was just like, and I'm going to leave this here. Yeah. All right, so that's po- that's possible bad I'm joke. I'm going to do that joke, St. Patrick's Day weekend. Please, please, oh, please do. do. That's going to crush. All right, that's joke number one. All right, joke number two is from Jake uh, the Nerd. Oh, no. Now, Jake the Nerd is an aspiring stand-up. In fact, he's doing a show tonight at a golf course. And I think, Greg, in the world of comedy, if you're doing a show at a golf course, that means things are going well for you, right? That's where I was attacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, um, what is the exact location, Jake? Uh, it's at Best Ball at the Woodley Lakes with headliner Lori Kilmartin. Right. And oh, I love Lori Kilmartin. So you listed off some of your favorite clubs to play at in, you know, you know, you mentioned Punchline Comedy Store. Where does this place rank for you? Um, well, Woodley Lakes is maybe the only golf course in L.A. I will not play. It's okay. that bad. <laughs> it, it is like... It's a cow pasture. There yeah. are oh. you like you will twist your ankle walking down the fairway. Well, That's so many divots. Jake is going to tell jokes, and we pulled one of his jokes from his stand-up set. We'll right. play for you right now. This is a joke nominee number two, worst jokes of the year, twenty twenty-three. Greg will judge. Hold on, Allie. Here we go. I wish she was a hot redhead like she was in the comics. Do Mary Jane in the comics? Especially was like in lingerie. It's like the origin story of my boner. Are you kidding me? Amazing Spider-Man number 300, first appearance of Venom, more like first appearance of my boner. <laughs> Thank you. Thoughts? Well, you should what? see Greg's face right now. It's so it's, priceless. It's so happy but what, sad. What's the what decade is the word boner from? <laughs> that sounds like a Mad Magazine reference from the 70s. Mad Magazine. Oh my God. That's yeah. a major inspiration for me. That was a clip from Laughing we just played. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, the is, bonus springs up out of the bushes. That is dated. But do you think of the joke had 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 um, the right moving parts to it or not? Honestly, I couldn't understand it. It was too garbled. Oh, okay. Do you want to repeat it now, Jake? No, thank you. <laughs> no, Jake, explain to Greg, a seasoned professional comedian, what the joke is. You're saying is. Mary Jane in Spider-Man comics Spider-Man's was so hot. Spider-Man's Mary Jane in the comics was super hot, and it was the origin story of my erection. Oh, I see. Amazing Spider-Man number 300 was the first full appearance of Venom, but also it has her in lingerie, and it's the origin story of my... Boner. Yep. And your Venom. <laughs> yeah, so that's there a good... Go. See, that, that's a professional. Got a it together. Woo! Yeah. All right, possible... I got a new tag, so you're just going to take that <laughs> and add jokes? it into the show. Don't mention Greg when you go up there. No, he doesn't want to be associated with you. I was always a fan of Blondie. I always thought she was the hottest comic... Oh, yeah. What's you know, Blondie from? Blondie? Like no. Blondie and Dagwood? No. That was early early, early stuff. Al, you would be, you would, you, you're a lesbian. You would like her. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, she has like her like bowling pin calves and a giant bust. 
<laughs> low. She always wore cashmere, like short sleeve cashmere with plunging necklines and pearls. Oh, and yellow tell, tussled hair. You could tell hair. whoever was the artist for her was like super lonely and horny. Yes, right. like whoever came up with that idea. All right, yeah. I have been nominated as well. This is a pen, uh, potentially the worst joke of the year. And Greg will decide of the three he's heard. He heard Allie's housewarming. He heard Jake's Spider-Man joke, and now a possible bad joke of the year number three. Allie, what do you believe the uh, number one common thought people have while having sex? I think it's to-do lists. All right. To-do lists, not who-do lists, which they're exactly. in the middle. While you're doing to- someone else, you're thinking what you have to do after that. That's interesting. Allie says to-do list. I've got my to-go list going. <laughs> yeah. What's great is that you're smiling and laughing at your own I did. Self. I did it so Jake would boo and I knew it would happen. <laughs> and Jake the nerd, what are people it's thinking about? It's my to-do about? list. What are, all right. Jake, I kind of got another uh, nominee. Jake though. actually had a worse one at the end there. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Jake tagged him with an even worse joke. I didn't even know. Uh, right, but Greg, that one got a laugh out of you, Greg. Well, no, he's laughing because he looks at how uncomfortable I am listening. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that you just beat it to death. You, the first beat didn't get a laugh, and then you went at it again, like like a dog going after a bigger dog right. while you're walking him. Yeah, just won't let up. Uh huh. Yeah, it just really. And, and I think that when Klein does have a bad joke, he do, he tends to double down on it yeah. and really, really get passionate and yeah. go like, "No, this I stand by the joke. Yeah. It's the hill he'll die on every time." What's the worst joke of the three? Worst joke. 2023 on the show. Greg Fitzgerald. Out of the three you heard, what do you think deserves bad joke of the year? You know, you know I love you, Allie. <laughs> oh, I knew it. And that's why I can't pick your joke. Yeah! Klein! No! Whoa! Yeah, because no! it was double. Tagu. It was double bad. <laughs> it's a to-go list. <laughs> Well, first you did the hoodoo list, and then you did the to-go list, and then there was a taboo list. (laughs) There were three bad puns. Well, if you don't want to hear any of this terrible stuff, then call us now, 800-520-1067. We'll give you tickets to the actual comedians telling good jokes. Best Buddies annual benefit show. If you can't make it out but you'd like to contribute, Greg Fitzsimmons does a good thing. And uh, when he's not beating them at football and rubbing it in their face, he's raising money for them. Uh, Greg, always good to see you. Thank you for stopping by, K-Rod. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you. Love to see you. All right. Uh, we will give away those tickets right now at 800-520-1067. Come back in a second. Wrap up the show. And then we'll see you at K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas. This is Bacar. Bacar will be there. Ali, sing it with Bacar. Go ahead. All right. Bacar. Can't wait for that. That'll be happening tomorrow at the Kia Forum. Look forward very much to seeing as many of you as uh, will be out there. Once again, you'll have more chances to win tickets throughout the day here at K-Rock, I believe. And then tomorrow we will be there starting at 3 o'clock. If you'd like to come by for our live broadcast, once again, location. It's written down somewhere here. The north side. North side. By the main something or other. It's we'll, the main entrance. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. We'll give it's... you our exact location tomorrow if you want to come by, and uh, it'll be a good time. Hey, uh, Mark, congratulations. We're going to give you some tickets to go see Greg Fitzsimmons and uh, all of his friends at the sold-out Best Buddies annual benefit show, all right? Thank you so much, Klein. All right, thank you. Hold on one second. That's Mark. Guys, give Mark some tickets for that. Uh, we got takeaways, then we got to get the hell out of here. Johnny, I feel, I'm really uh, bummed out today. We ran out of time. We didn't get the Johnny doesn't know British things. Oh, well, you know what? There's always next week. Is there though? No, not hey, always. Johnny, just for just for good measure, so we get by a mic. I just want to see. Al, you think he'll know what the building is called where the Queen lived? No. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Johnny, where did the Queen live? Apple Records. What? What does that mean? Apple Records. That's the building in um, in uh, England where the Beatles recorded. You think that's where the Queen of England lived in that building? <laughs> Are you being serious? Uh, probably. I don't know. All right. He's trying to get in Apple on the worst. Apple Records. He's trying to get in on the worst joke of the Does year. Does mean Abbey Road? 
I think I, no. I, th- I think I don't. I think he is it called Apple Records. It maybe, but regardless, Johnny has no content. He will get none of these right. But we'll save for next mm. week. All right, uh, Omar. Uh, yes, before sir. we get into the weekend song and play everyone out, let's do co- some takeaways from today's show. We'll start on the text line. What do you got? All right, let's see. Eight one eight. My takeaway is Allie needs some sucker juice. Sucker juice. Yeah, they'll sell that to you when you buy your Christmas tree. It keeps the tree alive through Christmas. Uh, let's see. 408, my takeaway is come see Jake perform at a golf course and roll your ankle on those sweet divots. Nice. <laughs> and let's see. Uh, 562, my takeaway is Lincoln Park puts everyone in a good mood. Some of the time, that's true. Absolutely. Some of the time, that is true. Jake, you got a takeaway? We like to do it janky. We do like to do it janky. It's the new slogan of the show. By the way, you can see Jake telling jokes tonight at a golf course covered with cow manure, apparently. So uh, go out and support Jake. Details mm. are up on our socials at Klein Alley Show. Uh, Omar Khan, takeaway. Uh, my takeaway is that Ali hates Christmas decorations. She hates I them. don't hate them. Hates Just neighbors sometimes to the put people them on. who are a little too <laughs> about it. Ali, you got a takeaway? Uh, my takeaway is that everything now that is learned is learned from the TikTok comment section. Beautifully said. Have a great Rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow. K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas. Win yourself some tickets. If you're not already following us, Klein Alley Show on socials, do it. We may be able to upgrade you depending on what happens when we get there. And we'll be there again tomorrow and right here on K-Rock starting at 3 in the afternoon. The weekend can officially begin now, courtesy of your weekend song. Turn it up. Get some video footage. Post it. Tag us. And uh, that's it. We'll see you on Monday. It's not about that Monday, Tuesday. No one cares about Wednesday. Thursday, forget that voice. Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, trash. Thursday, Friday, forget about that. Friday, Saturday, very sad. Sunday, sleeping in, eating brunch. Oh my god! Congratulations, Birch. What's up, Hit the mall, go out with friends, do nothing at all. Sleep in, watch movies, read books, anything goes, just take a look. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah! Are you ready for the rear end? Go! Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah! Are you ready for the rear end? Go! Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah! Are you ready for the rear end? Go! Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah! Are you ready for the rear end? Go! Are you ready for the weekend? Another episode of Klein Alley Show has come to an end. This episode brought to you by Bed Bath & Beyond. No, that's not correct. Oh, wait a minute. We lost the Bed Bath & Beyond account? They lost themselves, I think. Oh, damn it. Well, so much for that. Anyway, thank you for listening. You're the only thing that matters to us. If you are a new listener, nice to meet you. If you've been listening for a while, God bless you. Thanks for putting up with us and having a low bar. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all we got. We are running on fumes. The good news is that you can listen live anytime weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. And we have a live Showtime podcast every Wednesday after the show. It's a bonus hour that only exists in podcast form and live on the Odyssey app for those of you that are up for the challenge. Download the Odyssey app. Trust us. It's free and you could subscribe and follow us and get all the info you need. Oh, my goodness. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, 
and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.